0: Hey ladies and gentlemen, this is Lindsay. I'm going to do a pre-intro. This is an older episode I recorded over a year ago with my friend Michelle Uberest. Um, So we may say some things that you may scratch your head and go, Oh, what? I have no idea because I haven't listened to it in quite a while. She had some legal stuff she had to deal with. uh, That's why I could not put the episode out at the time. So enjoy this older episode, but it doesn't really matter. It's still relevant because we talked about... Very interesting stuff. So without further ado, here we go. I have on the lovely Michelle, and it's uh, a huge honor. I got connected to you from now, my uh, ex-best friend, which I had never even told you about that. Um, oh, really? But uh, I know, I guess we can talk about that later or whatever. But uh, yeah, I just, I'm connected to all these people, or I get connected from just social media. And you, well, you tell yourself about you, whatever you want to say. <laughs>
1: Uh, where do I start? Um yeah, I don't know, I guess I've we've been talking online for oh, it's gotta be like four or five years, right?
0: (gasps) Has it really been that long? Wow. (laughs) God, I'm terrible with time. I I believe it. That's crazy.
1: So I guess Yeah. yeah, I I kinda wanna hear the story about how you found me.
0: Well, from uh, you know, ex best friend, she gave me one of your leggings that she had bought and i looked you up and she was like oh you know she's amazing on project runway and i was like whoa your stuff is you know i've only been to seamstress for i don't know must count four years that sounds too long maybe four years um consecutively like daily but i have nothing compared to what you do but uh i, I noticed that your work was is so clean what do i mean by clean is just the seams line up everything is so like ocd perfect um yeah <laughs> the attention to detail is like immaculate and i i remember i get on you about like your pricing i'm like why are you not selling it for like triple or double what you're listening at and you said because
1: it's complicated yeah it's like well, I guess we should start off with. Yeah. I, mean, I guess mainly I'm first and foremost a fashion designer, so I guess that's kind of what I'll probably end up talking about most today. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I get people all the time. Like, basically, my business is me and my husband now. So mm-hmm. he was able to quit his job, and we mostly do everything from home. So we make a lot of the stuff ourselves. We have branched out a little bit, and like we do have like one or two factories in LA, and I'm hoping yes. to have another one and like. I think it's Tennessee, Um, but yeah, we get that question all the time, like, or comment. I'll just get emails of people like, why is your stuff priced so much? Mm -hmm. And like, that's what you have to deal with all the time because you're basically competed with like Mm -hmm. fast fashion. So someone goes to Walmart, gets some leggings, they're cheaply made, cheap, you know, fabric um, made on mass. And then like, here I am over here, doing everything myself and someone's like why are your leggings so expensive and it's like well they're really cheap you know because i have to compete with like mass-made stuff so Mm -hmm. there are definitely people out there that appreciate the like handmade stuff or whatever but oh yeah like if you want to make any money or like survive you have to basically please the masses that's like on some level so for me it's price i guess and i'm just pretty fast. I I mean, I sew almost every day. And then I guess I've been doing that like straight for five or six years now. So you become faster. And like, I oh, can yeah. kind of afford to do that. And we have like, more expensive pieces that we should probably charge like thousands of dollars, but we don't. But then the, the cheaper pieces make up for that. It's like, I don't know, it's mm-hmm. all so complicated. I mean, mm-hmm. people don't realize it's not just fashion, but anybody that makes things by hand or, you know, even like making those little treats or whatever kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you can't, like I said, for me, it's just two of us. So we have to be not only like designer, pattern maker, cutter, sewer. Um, we have to hire models, edit them all, photograph everything. We have to hire makeup artists. We have to do all the fashion stuff involved, pattern making. Like you have to do a fitting with a model. You have to, you know, like I-
0: Social media stuff, which is a whole nother- Yeah. All a nightmare, of it, it's really. <laughs> usually people have like staff for this. I mean, uh, so I can't imagine doing all that, what you, what you just listed you and your husband. That's all time consuming. I mean, just making a garment and paying attention to that and making sure it comes out okay. Oh lord, um is a crazy amount of work already. I mean, I know that cuz I do it. It's unfortunate that people, you know, that aren't maybe creative people and they just don't realize the amount of time and focus it takes to create something from scratch and I mean, you do everything from scratch from what I've seen. There's no like, you know, I don't have you ever done like the printing stuff over no, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh,
1: not too much. Yeah. But usually if we do printing, um, we'll develop the artwork for that too. Yeah. Um, and then you have to, you know, deal with like, oh, it came from the printer and it's not right. And now you have oh, yeah. a loss. And like, that's what people don't count like the losses either. Like, oh, I bought a roll of fabric and it's all damaged or yeah. you know, I have to return it or like just problems that come along that are... Probably for any like small business or at least like craftsperson, artist, there's always like losses involved, things damaged, like whatever. Um, And then also like, you're not just doing that part of it, but you're also like, you have to be an accountant, a marketing Mm. person, like a bookkeeper, everything that you would hire someone to do in a company, Mm. you have to do yourself. And it's like, that's, that's like what people don't get about small businesses, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get your start in all this? Like, uh, walk me through that journey and your schooling and whatnot. Cause that topic was fascinating.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you want, yeah, no, totally. I st- I just never know where to start cause I feel like everything is so like you look back on it and it's very involved and like you realize this was like part of the journey and you never knew at the time it was, right? I mean, I had, like I loved fashion since I was like very, very small, I guess. My mom, my grandmas, like, taught me to sew, like, probably when I was, like, four or five. Starting when I was four or five, doing quilts. And my mom would always, like, make little matching outfits for us and take those Christmas pictures, you know, like, at Kmart or whatever.
0: Mm -hmm. Of course. Oh, (laughs) Um, my
1: God. Yeah. And then in high school, I remember, like, just weirdly experimenting with clothes, making stuff, altering stuff. But What did you draw your
0: inspiration from back then?
1: Um... I don't know. It was weird because I grew up in a small town, like very rural, and um, I guess since I was a teenager, I always followed lip service. Like they were hmm. to me like this weird subculture, yet affordable, and like nobody else was doing. There, there was like some other brands, like there was like Dogpile and Sirius and. What does lip Trip... service
0: and Dogpile and Trip like describe? What that? What those? Uh, I guess brands and clothing. What it looks like? What the aesthetic is?
1: It's, I guess I would call it, like, subculture. Like, at lip service, there would be, like, goth, punk, rock Mm -hmm. and roll, like, Victorian goth, death rock, cyber, like, any of those kind of, like, different kind of scene Mm -hmm. looks that go along with music. Um, Yeah. I think, like, some of the other ones, like, Trip and stuff, they did more just kind of, like, basic rock and roll. And a lot of those, they didn't have, like, all the... Variation within it, so a lot of them would be like, "We just make bondage pants," or "We just," mm, make, yeah, you know, which was cool. Like I remember buying a pair of serious, like, pink zebra
0: fur bondage pants <laughs> when I was like Amazing.
1: seventeen or something, and mm-hmm. they were like so cool. And now, of course, that's like all making a comeback.
0: Oh yeah, which Ridiculous, is like I don't crazy know how I feel stuff.
1: about it because I. Like I feel like fashion always stuff.
0: comes back like a decade later. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like disco clothing when I was in middle school. I found like actual back when thrift stores actually had vintage stuff. It was the best. I found like real bell bottoms that I had to like, lay on my bed to even zip up. I was like it was painful. <laughs> but uh yeah, I I actually checked out the trip store in New York City. It's all like punk uh yeah. houndstooth and the whatever that uh tartan A lot of or yeah, yeah. Um just really wild, bright um cbgb type shit, i guess yeah really and i feel like they've fun. stayed pretty
1: true to themselves over the past like, mm-hmm. 20 years
0: mm-hmm. um
1: they've like expanded a little bit but it's still like very recognizable as a brand but mm-hmm. to me when i was like a kid teenager i guess like lip service just resonated with me it felt high fashion even though like mm. kind of wasn't it was things i never saw before it was like pushing the boundaries and it was exciting how did you
0: discover them was it a website or a magazine at the time?
1: Oh, there was a store uh, oh. near near me in town that I ended up actually working at, um, oh. and they sold lip service, and I was just like, this is the coolest stuff I've ever seen, and they had, like, vinyl, and, like, that wasn't a thing back then.
0: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
1: So I remember I bought this shirt. It was, like, a, it had, like, buckle straps, and it was, like, a vinyl kind of almost like a bulletproof vest, and that was, like, $50, and that was, like, so expensive back then. And all I would, the cool
0: clothing was, my god, Delia's, I would just stare at that shit. Yeah. I, I, all I could afford was, like, a bracelet, literally. Ugh. I know.
1: <laughs> so I bought that at this weird, like, little eclectic store. It was called Discontent, and they had, like, their website printed in the tag. So I checked it out and just was obsessed for the longest time. I actually started... Um, doing resale for them when I was still in hmm. high school, like I was like, I'm gonna start a business and they had like a special where you could um where like usually the minimums for a store is like a thousand dollars or something. I and they had like dropped it to five hundred for like a month and I was like, Okay, I gotta come up with five hundred dollars, I'm gonna buy all this stuff and I'm gonna start my own store and all this stuff and it went okay, but that's kinda how I got like started with it and then hmm. They would release catalogs every, I don't know, three to five months, depending on, like, the season and kind of stuff. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: I would just be so enamored, like, stuff I never saw. And they were kind of in the, like, alternative subculture scene. They did it better yeah. than anybody else. Like, the quality was there. Back then, everything they did was made in the U.S. They had, like, a factory on site so they could control all the quality and everything oh, like wow. that. And it was
0: just, it seems like... seems unheard of now. Yeah. Or and it was yeah.
1: just so experimental yet like mm. purposeful like mm. the, the designers that they had were just pushing back then like stuff that had never been done before mm-hmm. so I was I was, like obsessed with that, that stuff awesome. and then um, yeah so I was I don't know I always thought it'd be cool to just like move to LA and work for them so I guess that's kind of what I did but it took a longer period of time to get there so then I ended yeah, up looking at that did, store. Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah. And it was like one of the best experiences of my life, to be honest. It was like the Can you most... tell
0: about uh, that a little bit? Because we discussed that before and I thought it was fascinating. The whole conversation we had before was um, epic. Re-geraled yeah. So let me <laughs>
1: fill in the blanks a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I did a lot of retail in between there. Like I worked at that store discontent. Um, I worked at Hot Topic in a different state. Um, just different stuff like that. And then um i went to school like for chemistry originally because like i grew up in the midwest so fashion they don't tell you like this can be a career you can do that. it's like a hobby or yeah you know like a, you always have like a backup plan and everything yeah
0: yeah
1: so i just didn't really see it as an option back then i just kind of dabbled in whatever and then while i was doing that people would hire me to like their clothes, or like you know, oh, can you fix these pants? Blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah, stuff like that. And then I was still kind of experimenting, selling stuff on eBay, which back then was a really cool experience because you could make mm-hmm. something one of a kind. And I, I mean, like mm. I could make like a pair of pants. I remember I t- took like a like a blue clear plastic backpack, and I made like a pair of bondage pants out of it. Sold it for like one hundred fifty dollars on eBay back then. It was like a million dollars. It may as well been so. Yeah, Like, there was just less people back then, and you could
2: mm-hmm. actually
1: do things.
0: That's yeah, good point. So. eBay was totally different back then, man.
1: Yeah. So then um, I was having some health problems, and I was just kind of, like, questioning if I just want – like, I loved chemistry, but I didn't want to, like – basically, you just end up making drugs. If you get out, like, you do pharmaceutical mm. stuff or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so I just kind of quit, and I was just kind of, like, not sure what I was doing with my life for a while. Um, just kind of still dabbling with fashion and things. Um, and then I met my husband online and he wanted to do like, um, like an indie film with vampires in it. Mm -hmm. And he knew I made clothing. So he's like, you can just do all the costuming and all this stuff. So, um, that's how we met. And then we ended up getting married within a year, I want to say. And then he lived in colorado and i lived in minnesota so we were like what 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 should we do where should we live after we get married blah blah and he was just like oh we should just move to california so you can like pursue your dream and i was oh, like wow, that's what?
0: awesome yay that's because so cool. i
1: never even took that seriously you know I, yeah. I was just saying like oh it'd be cool to go to you know fit or like whatever mm-hmm. and he was like yeah let's just do it we're like young and we're like, let's just try it. So basically, what is Fitem? Fit 'em is the Fashion Institute for De- Design and Marketing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're like pretty famous. We'll talk, we should talk about them later. Yeah.
0: Is that multiple locations or is it only in New
1: I think York it's just in LA unless they branch. Oh, okay. Oh, they
0: okay, may,
1: I, I think it's just in LA. But okay but um so he was kind of the one that encouraged me i think to kind of take that leap that i don't know sometimes
0: all it stuff. takes is one exactly sometimes it, all it takes is seriously one person believing in you um as crazy as that is i totally get yeah. where you're coming from yep and i
1: mean i he still like does it to this day i mean like he's quitting his job now which he's not complaining about it but
0: um <laughs> yep.
1: but like you know he supports me and he's and i like at some point, want him to do some of his things too, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's like a very creative person. But mm-hmm. kind of trying to build a business where we can be more like financially secure and things. Yeah. Like, hopefully, we have the rest of our lives. But um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he's been like the biggest support for me. And then That's so amazing. then we ended up going to LA, and um, I didn't end up going to him I hated Fitum. Uh When I visited, it was very gimmicky like it felt mm-hmm. really fake and i felt like they had like the admissions people were just salespeople, and and they're God. like have a beautiful campus and they have like well we have all these celebrities that come here and you know we're known around the world and blah 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 and, it sounds like scientology
0: was, like, where it's all like look at how beautiful our campus is and yeah. celebrity it sounds like t- everything i've comparing to like scientology lately because watching that documentary but um yeah I mean, I know people That's that have gone
1: there, I know people that have taught there, and there's yeah. nothing like inherently wrong with it, but I just felt like they charged a lot of money, and when I would ask like questions about the education, I didn't really mm. get an answer, I just got like, well, look at our beautiful campus, and I was like, hi,
0: uh, it's called your gut you- feeling, where you're just like, eh, it doesn't seem to, it sounds like there wasn't really any, uh, like, like true creativity of, like, uh, Without some sort of, yeah, just no creativity uh, flowing freely. More like a structure, and uh, yeah, it it's almost good, like it a like.
1: like a business opportunity. They're like, yeah. well, people want to be in fashion, so we're just gonna create this experience.
0: Yeah, where just to say you went to more. a fashion school, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: but know. and then generally later after I started working more, and I had to like hire interns and stuff. I was, I kind of had this like secret rule of thumb that I just didn't hire people from Fit'em in general. It's not <laughs> that hilarious. I just like said no, but like in general. No, I get it. I get it. I'd meet you and I'd be like already suspicious, like, do you really want to be here kind of thing? Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. it was only two years. So I was like, okay, well, I can't even get a four year, which it turns out you don't really need one. But there was just. Degree
0: so many, or what do you mean? Is everything? Degree. Job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I don't think. You need a degree necessarily, depending on like what like creative fields. I ended up going for a year or two, and then basically got hired.
0: Yeah, I feel like the
1: whole time I was paying tons of money. I owed so much money when I got out, and I I only went for like basically a year and a half.
2: And the whole time I felt like I was getting ripped
1: off. Like you go to class, we'd have pattern making class, and I remember we had like forty two kids in our class. And the class was four hours long. And I'd see the teacher maybe like once for three minutes. And then I'd have a question and I'd get totally stuck and be like, okay. And then it was like, you're, you're just, on your own. That was Everybody, yeah. everybody yeah. was stuck. I mean, I was fortunate That's I had like sewing experience mm-hmm. and like a lot of kids in school didn't have even sewing experience, but like pattern making back then I didn't know. So I was trying to actually learn mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no way you can actually like learn this stuff in, in school. And like that, that's my experience. That may not be every school, but I've met people that just went to a trade school, um, like LA trade tech. And they're like, yeah. So I paid like, you know, five bucks an hour for classes. And then, you know, I learned so much and then I got out and I, you know, got a job right away and stuff. Yeah,
0: that was our discussion. We were talking about uh, the comparison of, or did you go somewhere else after FITM? Like, I I didn't
1: actually go to FITM. I went to, um, gosh, it's been so long now. Um, The Art Institute, which got shut down because they were (laughs) screwing around with people, their accreditation and like people's loans and stuff. And then I went, uh, so I quit there, and then I went to Woodbury, which is in Burbank, which no one knows about. Or has is ever that a about. community
0: thing, or it's no, not it's a four-year
1: college? Oh, um, really? And they do all kinds of stuff like um, animation. Um, oh wow,
0: sounds epic. Just
1: anything creative, like they mm-hmm. do it. When, and that was like a little bit better, but again, it was kind of like they wanted you to get a well-rounded education, so you take mm. English and you take science. But then mm. when I went to those classes. I felt like the teachers were just passing kids because they're like, you're not really here for science. And I'm like, yeah,
0: but if you
1: want to get a degree and you're paying for it, like, like, you should be learning it, you know?
0: Yeah, well, I was uh, uh, talking about how I went to community college and I had gone to two other big colleges, uh, not specifically for the arts, but uh, the community college, like, I love. Um, I had some professors that, you know, had worked for Cartoon Network and... To me, I totally looked up to them and they really cared about that one-on-one, um, experience of listening to you. And there was, I mean, our class was not that big, it was maybe 20 people, like maybe, um, and I just was able to get kind of, you know, if I had a question, like I was paid attention to. And, uh, I just think, yeah, we were talking about how, cause I was like, oh, I don't, you know, my community college is whatever. And you were like, no. I mean, I've had other people say that where it's like, that doesn't mean that it's not a good learning experience or you didn't get a uh, proper education. I find it to be much more um, personal and you're not ignored. Like you're not just a number but with community yeah. college specifically. So, um, I feel like I even for, what...
1: for other, you know, everybody's like concerned about college now and how much it costs and just like, I mean, I feel like community college is just like a better option in general.
0: Like, you yeah. can go into a specific you thing. You go fucking in debt for the rest of your life. Like, I've already paid my shit off. I got in a car accident yeah. in 2009, and I already paid off all my school shit from that car accident thing.
1: It's just not like, worth it. And, like, no. for fashion, especially, people are like, okay, I'm gonna go to fashion school, and then I'm gonna make millions of dollars and be rich and famous and be if able If you're to fucking camp, lucky, no, dude. No, 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 Like, God. most people I know have loans that are way more than their rent is, Yeah. and they're stuck with that, and they can't even barely get a job, and it's definitely not the job they want not saying like don't do it but just to succeed i am i'm saying
0: fuck it if you don't need i don't think you need college like i mean especially now with the internet and the school of people like what school did you go to i always look around and say it's school of youtube like as long as you if you i mean if you don't have the curiosity or drive you can kind of force yourself and it's just all out there um it's it it is kind of more work but i find it to be awesome extra work because I wind up learning other stuff along the way while trying to look for the answer that I'm Googling or looking up, or I'm like, oh shit, I didn't know that about that fabric. I didn't know you could sew that way. I just, I find I learn all sorts of stuff, um, doing my own research and discovery with whatever creative endeavor I'm doing, because you know, I'm my own teacher and you're not being, um, taught that one thing. I mean, they, they both have their, uh, positives obviously, but.
1: Yeah, i think I mean, the internet can it can be a very valuable tool you have to go to college right? yeah but like a lot of things i think it's just and it always looks way. better if you have college app, you know on your application job application or whatever but i i didn't even i didn't graduate any college so
2: mm-hmm.
1: and my brother hasn't either and he's working for microsoft i mean yeah. i know tons of people yeah. that just they're just like screw this college thing i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it but I feel like if you're a driven person, if you're passionate mm-hmm. and or if you just learn differently then sitting yeah, yeah, in a exactly. like a point. doing homework, I, I didn't get great grades in high school because I just couldn't stand doing stuff that way. And I got Same. real bored.
0: Same. And right? I think so, there's not enough people talking about that where I feel like, um, and Joe Rogan talks about this a lot, uh, there are some people that just aren't built for the school Method which is you know, I don't remember what time our school started, but basically, you know kind of an all-day endeavor You wake up really fucking early. It's draining and uh, I just I don't know I also feel the same way about certain jobs with me Like I was just never able to hold a job for a long time because I have too many opinions or just fitting in a certain (laughs) structure Doesn't serve me. Well, I guess um I'm just finding that to be a thing more and more like oh you're like that, too. Oh, it is a thing um, you don't humans. have to fit that fucking... Yeah, exactly. We're all fucking and, different. And kids, or I mean, we're similar, but... Yeah.
1: It's like kids, you're sending them to school like they have a job. Like, they get up in the morning,
0: shave, yeah.
1: go to school. You know, like... <laughs>
0: Come home and do more school with a... Just...
1: It's kind of just to teach humor. you, like, discipline in order to go to a yeah. job 10 hours a day. And, and yeah. I just... We work... Yeah. You know, we work... If you have your own business, you work more than 40 hours, usually. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, weekends,
0: but, like, yeah, off hours or no know, hours.
1: You're, you're your own boss, you're in charge yeah. of what you're doing, you're, you have more opportunities, you can jump on different, like, yep. so I mean, yeah, there's like a security in going to a job and getting your paycheck mm-hmm. every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're like sucking out your soul for the next 50 years, and is that yes. worth it? No, I mean, I think there's Not a at all. time and place to like, do your dues if you want to do something. I mean, like, especially creative things. If you don't want to go to college, you're going to have to intern. You're going to have to work crap jobs, but yeah. if you're passionate about it. You'll sit there and like observe what's going it. on and yeah. learn. Like I ended up learning soak it up everything on the job or for my internship.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: what ended up happening was I was going to school. I was getting sick of just their crap. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm not learning anything. I'm paying tons of money. And I just was sick of like just the grind every day. Yeah. And like the first year I went to the fashion school, probably half the class dropped out. Because they all thought they were gonna be like rich and famous. They didn't actually care about
0: within a year. Fashion. Oh my god. Yeah,
1: the first year. Um, so <laughs> they would get in and be like, Well, why do we have to learn how to sew? Why do we have to learn how to sketch? Why do we have to take fabric class? And I was like, Well, cool. Do you just think you're going to walk in and, like, everyone's going to respect your, you know, opinion and your gown designs or, like, It's a yikes.
0: I, I... Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's not – I don't think it's, like, as glamorous as, like, what people
0: perceive mm-hmm. it
1: to be. It can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know people that make red carpet gowns for a living, but –
0: that it's doesn't mean like that's always glamorous, of, just because you yeah, do that. It's yeah, exactly. like, it's
1: demanding, and you have, like, clients that are insane. I mean, you'll always have that stuff. Yeah, but...
0: and then I've seen some of them become total psycho assholes, where all they're, they're surrounded by yes people, and <laughs> someone on Instagram, like, I was just like, I'm not a fan of this, and I wasn't an asshole. I'm like, I I, be- I love how they assume that I have always thought their work is, like, shit. I was like, it was just <laughs> this one thing where I'm like, I don't, like or I'm like, I just had a question, I was like, what is that, or something like that, and they were... They I mean this person is like verified, has a shitload of followers. I'm a i I'm a nobody I I and I'm not trying like to start sh- yeah, I'm not trying to I think start I anything.
1: It and but I was this like, yeah, person that is a really bad design and, and Yeah know, and you're like, but you're putting yourself out there in your work, like you don't expect to get criticism.
0: I couldn't believe it. I've seen that again with another designer who designs for celebrities or I mean, I guess uh indie artists and they're, you know, got a solid business what they're doing and they their their work is great, it's awesome, but I was like not a fan of this. Um I mean, sure, it wasn't a constructive feedback, but it's the fucking internet, it's Instagram, um... I don't know. Hey there! One of the easiest and free things you can do to help out my podcast is to leave a Apple podcast review for this podcast. It is free, pretty effortless, it takes, I don't know, less than a minute out of your day. If you don't wanna do that, you can support my podcast by heading to paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens, or become a monthly subscriber to my Subscribestar, which is subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. As always, thank you so much for listening and following me on Odyssey or YouTube, subscribing, hitting the bell, because I've been told that hitting the bell helps out a lot with getting notified that I'm even posting new content. So. God bless y'all, and let's keep trucking on, y'all. Yeah, I mean, it's also kind of something you have to live with and learn to take as an artist. Um, You're not gonna always get the constructive comments. Uh, You just gotta be prepared for it. I'm not saying that you uh, should take that. I, I don't know, like... There's a, a way to work around stuff that makes you uncomfortable without making the person who's like, I don't like that, making them like the bad person uh, for having a fucking opinion. I think it's absurd. It's just kind of, it just showed to me how these artists get really big and everyone loves their work and they love bomb. And so when they get one sliver, I'm, again, I'm a nobody, it like, their whole um sandcastle just crumbles and they they lose their shit like that guy dm'd me and like harassed me and he was like you as a woman should know and i'm like what the fuck uh it was absurd and it, it's really i don't get it scary i don't know it's scary that that's uh getting that big can make you turn into a lunatic i guess i don't know i don't know It's kind of i don't
1: know i don't get it like i ego i feel <laughs> like i've never been that like social media savvy or whatever, oh, I just yeah. like sharing Explain. what I am working on or whatever. But like my I'm first kind of in experience was that was like, okay, so I went on Project Runway, right? And like after the Yeah, show, you say like there's
0: nothing just in a conversation, like <laughs> it's no biggie.
1: Been
0: so long. <laughs> oh come on, talk about it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know no, it's no, a... It
1: to
0: cool, me it's awesome. But,
1: like, that was my first experience with like really negative like Hmm. character assassination type stuff like obviously when you work in the industry you get a lot of criticism like at your job from mm-hmm. class, whatever but like this was mm-hmm. like after the show we would get like personal attacks like people would be on like,
0: social media yeah
1: because I, I didn't even really have a facebook account or anything even before mm. i went was on this
0: while the stuff. show was going on or
1: it was after so like they tape okay. it and then i think six weeks later they start airing it and people oh. like look yeah. at you know your stuff on the internet and do mm-hmm. the voting thing like whatever tweet about you and so people would just say mean things about me and everybody else on the show like they'd just be like this person's ugly this person's fat why don't you <laughs> they always that?
0: attack like, your personal yeah they always do that like you and not, like, don't, nothing don't about like, your damn crap, crap.
1: And just like welcome you know, to the fucking
0: internet whoopee yeah
1: and like everything on the show reality shows by the way i'm not real i mean they kind of are but like <gasps> you didn't know what,
0: what, uh, what?
1: <laughs> so
0: but it's it's called reality show so what do you that mean they, that you don't see so oh yeah
1: obviously you're taping you know we started with like i don't know 15 people or something you're taping 15 people over like a 20 hour period you can't mm-hmm. fit that all into an hour so it gets you know shortened little this much you know like your whole conversation turns into like two sentences with mm-hmm. this
0: person oh they just so cherry pick the uh you know obviously make it into whatever up. they want to be they can make you look like a lunatic i'm sure
1: oh yeah they can make you look like anything anything like you don't yeah. think that but like they can Isn't take that crazy? a you sign you all that shit over
0: from,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean they can take a reaction you had from like two days ago and like apply it to this situation or whatever and it's just yep. so funny when i watch like reality shows now i'm just like I just wonder sometimes they can they can create like entire storylines that never existed and I just yeah. thought that was funny because I was like there's tons of drama between a bunch of fashion designers living together and competing against each other and they didn't mm-hmm. like use that natural drama they like made
0: oh that's up hilarious stuff that wasn't
1: there I was like why would you do that because they already have
0: it? that in their mind they want it to go a certain way I'm assuming obviously uh, oh yeah they don't want they it to be too corny. natural I guess it's, a, it's yeah. so corny what season were you on. If you want to uh, share. It was
1: a season called Under the Gun. It was like in between twelve and thirteen, oh. where Tim, they tried a new thing where like Tim Gunn was more involved. Okay. I you want to say and then we had like mentors from different seasons. Huh. So like my mentor was Mondo.
0: Ew, was that and annoying? Like, how was that experience?
1: Mostly good.
0: Okay, cuz I was I'm wondering yeah. if like they were scripted to t- how to talk to you or something, I don't oh, know. Oh,
1: well, if you I don't know if you watched the show, but there was when I got kicked off, there was a huge fight cuz Mondo was pissed off, other designers were pissed off. There was like a whole thing that was going on that I don't think even as a viewer you understood what was going on. because oh, They didn't really present it. Mm-hmm. But um it it was kind of like weird cuz I felt like I was being set up this day, like Tim oh, was I'm saying sure really weird stuff to me that didn't make sense and I was like, Why Oh, it's yeah, say that. And it was for like the camera, you know, and
0: um ah, doesn't that like break your uh, um idea of uh like how what you think of Tim or anyone? Like I don't know, I am if it was me of, I'd be you know what you're like, Oh, of, I don't trust you anymore. How did I how did I ever trust you? You're i don't know. It feels like it's all a lie. That's what I would feel like.
1: I guess for me I didn't take it too seriously yeah. to start
0: with from the second I was cast.
1: Mm. I was like, okay, yeah i'm just gonna go and have fun and like that was my goal i didn't know if i want. i mean that'd be cool but like mm-hmm. i just wanted to go and like enjoy it like how often you yeah. get to yeah. do something like that it's like there's thousands of people that apply and um like just getting on like you know that yeah. makes you special like talented mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. and that you're gonna be able to share your work with like it- it's internationally um air yeah. so I'm it doesn't matter over- i
0: mean reality show that shit absolutely matters um whether you re- like reality shows or not it's still they picked you out of i don't know how many people i don't know even know if you know do you know like the i don't, I don't know FA. the
1: exact number but it, it they start with thousands and then mm-hmm. um they end up narrowing it down like four or five times you have to go in and do like a whole bunch of different interviews so mm-hmm. you send in originally like a packet a really long packet. Hmm. Um, of your work, and then you also have to like, how TV watchable are you? So they want to know all this stuff about your private life and like, if you have an attitude, how you handle like, stress. is this like a
0: questionnaire or do you videotape yeah. or something? Like, how do they? Oh, okay, uh,
1: yeah, it's a questionnaire. It's so, can like you three.
0: just ham it up and be like, yeah, I'm a bitch, I, I'm a problem? Like, <laughs>
2: you could, I mean, I, <laughs> I guess you could I have, to have to prove it,
0: happen. obviously wait so what was was this how many uh project runway shows had they had running at this point and then it started doing under the gun in between it was this like in between well, oh, yeah okay.
1: it, there was 12 regular seasons and i think mm-hmm. like one or two all-stars by that time so it was quite oh
0: i i i'm not uh, brushed up on my project runway um
1: it was quite far there's long. three different like, shows
0: was... oh, okay yeah yeah there's
1: yeah there's and then they also had project runway junior so they had oh, like, okay kids yeah it was really actually that one was better i thought um, <laughs> oh that's funny because they're so unadulterated like the adults come in and they're mm-hmm. like i have a plan and i'm also like gonna yeah. be this character and like the kids just they don't they're not told like this is what fashion is so they isn't that amazing like, much yep. more creative i think um but yep. what was i talking about before that um
0: uh the how oh, you yeah, present so- yourself and whatnot in your package or whatever
1: I mean it's fake but it's also real it's like they don't Mm -hmm. they can't make you say anything that you Mm -hmm. mean you're saying it but they can put apply it to a different context or a totally different thing um i don't really i don't really lose any respect for tim gunn because like pretty much in any industry especially entertainment like you you have to and like it's unfortunate but like i can imagine myself being in that position where like okay you have a contract you're this you're that you've all I mean, yeah it's it's so you know what you're getting involved. yourself into
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: but i mean there's like production managers and the, just managing everything and it's like you're almost just like a character that they could,
0: you know <laughs> it's a job it's know. just uh, even if it is yeah. uh it sounds like I mean I would not be surprised if he was obviously more authentic than him being scripted. Uh, there's it's a reality show. It's the, the host or whoever is gonna have a, a yeah, guidelines I don't think Marco in a script.
1: Was he didn't act mm. scripted to me. Yeah, he he was pissed off when I and to be fair, like I didn't do a great outfit when I got kicked off, so I can't really say like oh I was amazing and you guys did this to me either. Um, so it's like there's lots of things involved, but yeah, for me it was just like. It's always hard, I think, with reality shows because you have judges, right? And it's almost like, what do the judges like? Yeah. Do you just make good work. Or are they being told to like? like?
0: I don't know. I'm so paranoid on every level. That too. Um, but
1: like, I think everybody yeah. has different. I mean, I'm watching like mm-hmm. Sugar Rush on Netflix right now, and I'm always like, I I feel like these judges have very specific tastes, and, mm-hmm. and I just and I'm just like, I think don't, they and they, they always do, yeah. They hate almond, you know, like. So it's, it's almost is, like, okay, yeah. well, it's fair, but, like, you're getting judged by people who have a specific, yeah, um, you know, and, like, specific so, experience and, like, specific, yeah. like, things that they like. And for me, I do this weird, like, alternative stuff that I just kind of mm-hmm. knew already they weren't going to like. Mm-hmm.
0: Which oh, I
1: did, like, up. some of it, but.
0: Yeah, but I wanted I to I ask, don't... like, did you, have, did you have a feeling or a sense that they already knew who they wanted to pick as the winner, like, from any point being on it? Or did it feel kind of authentic? I've always been curious about that it's and probably both i don't like
1: it's you know, I, definitely feel like felt like... I definitely felt like there was a track they yeah had planned but there's like right. options right and oh, I yeah feel like yeah, I was yeah that makes sense to go longer because i feel like they built mm. me up but then i wasn't like playing the game so <laughs> get rid of them.
0: Not surprised. Um, yeah,
1: and and they <laughs> can't control like if you make a really bad garment, they can't control that, and they can't justify it to the audience. Mm. Like we're gonna put this. They can do it a couple of times, but like if you consistently make bad things, yeah, they can't yeah. keep telling the audience like this person is great and they need to stay because you're gonna have like pushback from that. drama. So like you can't control yeah. everyone to do mm. everything you want them to do, but. I think they do have, like, an idea. And this is, again, just my experience and my feeling. I don't know yeah, the facts. Yeah, of
0: course. Because we well, we're not very course, separated
1: yeah. from that. But, like, mm-hmm. it does feel like there's a story that they push you towards, even in your confessional. Like, they'll ask you certain questions. Like, they want to make you mm-hmm. say different things. So, like, but, like I said, I just took it really lighthearted. And I was just like, mm-hmm. all right. I'm... And and you could kind of tell, like, very early on that things were very manipulative. So, I just didn't care. Like I, I was just yeah. like, whatever. I'm just gonna like get Do the most thing. I can out of this experience. Like that's what I'm being given. And um I think I did. I mean, I would've liked mm-hmm. to go farther, I would have liked to win, but like whatever, I feel like it's a very rare experience and I got to show my work like across the world and I just so, had fun and I think there's a lot of people, at least on my season, who didn't have fun. So mm, I obviously that
0: hmm i wonder why maybe they, hmm. they're just people maybe they're just yeah they they're like, i have to win and and yeah we
1: all uh, want to win but like
0: lame
1: at some point you're not in control of that and like at some point no, somebody exactly. has to lose.
0: you're gonna be and... set up for um you're gonna be upset because you would you're expecting some sort of outcome so of course you're gonna be upset if it doesn't go any sort of way that you thought it would go it's not your fucking show like <laughs> i don't yeah know. and um, sometimes
1: like you you can do a great job but there's just somebody better so it's not even mm-hmm. like you suck it's just that's just how it rolls out and like in real life it's just reality it show. Might, yeah or like if it was done over again it might roll out a different way so you can't mm-hmm. really go back and say woulda coulda shoulda you just have to take it for what it is and learn and yeah uh, honestly like because of that is why i started my own business mm. like that's what prompted me
0: oh wow really being on so, that show yeah, so, yeah, yeah i wanted to ask that did you have your own how do you say your last name? I'm like I don't know if I'm know. okay. Oh, I was saying it right. Did you not have your own like uh, com before that? No. Oh, no, were you were you working Lip... for? Okay, go ahead, sorry. Yeah,
1: I was working at Lip Service and it was really oh. funny. Um, I was there for I don't know. I can't ever remember the timelines anymore. So long, like.
0: Oh, it's fine. I know. It was a
1: while. It was like seven, eight years, something like that. Um. Wow. So it's kind of sad, but that company started going under, um, Mm -hmm. even though they were really like unique and did really well for like 25 years, it just, um, it, the, the, the economy started tanking. Other brands were up and coming. There's just Mm -hmm. so many like factors to it, but, Mm -hmm. um, they actually, so I knew I was on project runway and I was basically getting ready to quit. (laughs) I felt, really bad about it um because i felt like um like my boss and the owner and stuff of lip service gave me like a lot of opportunities taught me a lot Mm -hmm. so i was like feeling really guilty and um they actually Mm. ended up letting me go before i quit Mm. and i i basically they were like all serious they called me the office you know and they were like really felt bad about it i could tell like and, and they just couldn't like get it out and and finally they're like we're really sorry, but, you know, we just can't, um, we just, we have to let you go. We're basically shutting down the co- They ended up sen- selling the company and stuff like that. So, and mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. And, exactly. and, and
0: That's hilarious. I was
1: like, I was going to have to quit. And they were yeah. like, Oh, why? And I said, well, because I got cast on project runway. And then they were like, Oh, crying and everything. And I told them that Aww. and they were like, Oh my God. So then I, like, <laughs> and I, I felt like it was like the best way
0: to mm-hmm. leave. That's awesome.
1: Because it was obviously, like, it was time. Yeah, meant to be. And it just, yeah, it just happened. And then it's, like, and then just, I feel like it was bittersweet because I, like, loved Mm -hmm. that place. And it was, like, one Mm -hmm. of the best times I had in my life. But it was just time to move on. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't stay, like, you have to go film for, like, two months straight. So Mm -hmm. you... I mean potentially I could have come back to a job or whatever, but there was nothing left once I got out and Yeah. So, um I just did I mean I always knew I wanted to start my own brand. So um
0: Were you living in LA at the time? Yeah. After you got mm-hmm. on the show? Okay. Yeah. And so then I mean friends- I'm sure that just carried you into it all just happened like it sounds like perfect. Pretty much
1: yeah, I mean um one of my friends, I was like, what What am I going to do now? Like, um, mm-hmm. I had applied for a couple other jobs. I was not excited about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, most of the jobs in fashion are like, you knock stuff off. It's very boring. It's not mm-hmm. actually creative and stuff. So yeah. I had just applied for a lot of jobs with like a bitter taste in my mouth. And I yeah. didn't think I was ready to start my own business. And my friend's like, why not just do it? Now you have all this publicity. And exactly. like, really, you have to milk that publicity as fast as you can because by the next time the next season comes out nobody remembers you and like yeah so and people think oh yeah newspapers are gonna call you and magazine and they don't you have to actually put out press releases and stuff people don't really get like you're not instantly famous so um i kind of was like okay so came home um basically got a website set up um Mm -hmm. we got everything set up and ready i had like i don't know 10 styles or something by the time the show aired so that i was like ready and i was just like you just have to hustle and take advantage of things like that so um i think that was 2014 and i didn't really know like how i was gonna do this business it just kind of it's Mm -hmm. like a lot of trial and error yeah, And people ask me, like, how can I start a fashion brand? And I'm like, well, I can tell you, but it might not work for you.
0: Because yeah, exactly,
1: it's just different for Just everyone. start
0: doing it. It's like with anything. How do I do foam smithing or sewing? I mean, like, just stop asking questions. Just start somewhere. Start sewing. Like anything. Like anything. Just start and don't stop. I don't know. I feel like it's a, a lot of times people uh, have too many questions and it's the questions just stop them from even starting like just start um anywhere whatever endeavor honestly as as dumb as that sounds it's fucking true hang on you one just sit second. there
1: okay i think i yeah. need to plug my phone i mean i think you have to be willing to fail like a lot you know that weird saying oh yeah oh you have to fail a million i don't know mark twain said it you really do
0: you really do and just Um, roll with it if you're the
1: kind of person that like oh i feel bad like you're someone didn't like
0: it i got a bad comment yeah
1: right so i mean we i won five thousand dollars on the show because i won a challenge amazing so i basically used that to start my business Um, what was the challenge
0: clearly i have not seen the damn episode or season i feel terrible i started to watch it oh amazing yeah. oh it's like it's <laughs> one of those things on my julius now I sound like the worst interviewer ever it's like you you don't even know you haven't even watched what your damn guest has done i started to and then i don't know i don't know yeah. what is it is it still streaming on something or is it on youtube your season i, I remember i had like uh, searched for it really hard i don't even know if i saw the whole season yeah, available i would look
1: on youtube my best friend is always yeah like, I watched you and I'm like, she's still watching me on TV. Oh my (laughs) God. That's so
0: cute.
1: Yeah. So I would check YouTube, but I I would assume you can buy it like on Amazon. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. To be honest, I'm a bad guess too. Um, no, (laughs) but yeah, we wasted tons of money, tons of time, just trying to set up our business and like figure out, it's really hard to figure out the business part of it. When you're like an artist, you're like, I don't want to like sit and do my books and like sit and, research on this legal stuff and um, just trial and error too. like I worked with a lot of stylists I didn't like any mm-hmm. published I didn't need to do I mean for some people like I said it might be important for their business to do that mm-hmm. stuff but for me it wasn't I mean I had mm-hmm. the first year or two was probably just like a literal nightmare I was working uh, doing patterns like for other people um, trying to kind of fund Like you have mm-hmm. to keep rolling the money right like if you yeah. have a business, it's always like money, 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 money. So you make some money. You yeah. have to spend like at least half of it, I'd say, to go back into a business. So you don't make, uh-huh. you know, if I sell a pair of leggings for $50, I'll make like maybe 15 or 20 Because
2: God.
1: I had to yeah. pay for the fabric. I had to pay the model, like whatever, all this stuff. So you have to keep rolling money for like a long time until you get to it like point where you're stable not like a big business where they're like well we make billions of dollars we need to do whatever we want mm-hmm. and hire people and you know um so it's it was like a struggle i think the first year or two just to hustle and like i was working way too many hours for other people then like mm-hmm. coming home and trying to keep up with this you know stuff and like just doing a lot of stuff turning my wheels that didn't just didn't work and like yeah promoters and stuff that never really worked for me. We still get like a lot of people like, "Oh, well, you know, take pictures of ourselves on Instagram to, you know, and I've done some of that with people if I really like them and I like what they're about or I like their look or whatever." Oh, you let them but... borrow
0: the clothing is that what you're saying? Or... Yeah,
1: so like oh, okay. um some people you just have to gift it to because um mm. they're like influencers. And that they'll either require you to pay them, which I just don't, I just can't, like, Ew, as a small business. So I'll work with people if I gift them, like, samples or just stuff mm, I like afford mm-hmm. to do. Um, if it's somebody that, like, really works out and they, like, send me a lot of clients and people that are interested and I gain a lot of followers and interest and sales, then I'll do it yeah. again. But normally... Yeah. Like, the influencer thing doesn't work unless you're a huge business and you can just do it across yep. the board so that people are constantly seeing it like an ad, like McDonald's. Like, if you see, mm-hmm. it, you see, it, you see it, you see it, you see it, and it's burned into your brain, so...
0: Plus, sometimes the influencers, um, like, just have crazy demands for all, I've seen horror stories of the them The thing I hate is shit. when I
1: get, like, a really amateur person who just does not care and they just want free stuff, and they're just like, Oh, yeah. I'll make you, you know, I'll get you so much Guarantees. money. Guarantees. Yeah. And, and they won't give me, like, a straight... Like, I'm like, what's your proposal? Like what, when, you know, when you're gonna get these by, how many posts are you gonna do? Are you gonna include a link? Are you gonna, you know, style it with I other need this in writing. I need to know like what's Something. up. Cause like I've learned all those mistakes like that first mm-hmm. year or two where I'd lend stuff to people and they wouldn't take a picture oh, yeah. for a year and a half. And I'm like, <sighs> well, I'm sold out of this now. So it's pointless.
0: Got it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that um, stuff or... you have to learn the hard way which is dealing with well, if you're an
1: influencer and you really do this for a living, uh, you should be more responsible. And some people are. Oh, yeah. At it. yeah. They're quick. They will give you a written out proposal. Um, they, they will make it happen. They'll make it work. And those are the people that take it seriously. But a lot of people in the yeah. are like, oh, I have like 500 followers. I'll just like ask for free stuff. And it's like, it doesn't, there's no, no like, you're not gaining anything. Especially What's in it for you?
0: Fan. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: Like, big <laughs> businesses can afford to just give away their stuff mm-hmm. because they make it for like, you know, pennies on the dollar. Crap, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the more people that see it consistently makes them money.
0: I've seen that with, like, uh, Doja Cat and these big uh, rapper artists of, like... And I've really looked at those websites, I'm like, some of it is, like, literally images from AliExpress, but it's a curated, like... I get it that it's, like, they spent the time... Uh, putting together a a certain look of a collection shit from AliExpress, but like, and I've read reviews of these um, companies and they're terrible quality. I mean, like dog shit. And I, I find that to be, you know, for some reason, a lot of celebrity musicians, rapper type shit where it's just garbage, like trash. And I feel so bad because so many people, so many people fall for that because they love that musician and they don't even, they're clueless about that. Um,
1: I don't even know yeah. why they do it like
0: they can't make I know money. I know I don't really? get it I think they I think it just they've been um, convinced by someone who's a really charming person and lied to them uh, or promised them certain stuff I, I just honestly think it's uh, charismatic people that fool even I mean no one's uh, immune to uh, deceptive people like that even if you're a big yeah. artist that's what I, I really think it's just that they don't I think that's know. part of it
1: for me, too. Like, if you're just ingenuine, I just don't want to work with you at all. Like, now yeah. I in control of my own stuff, so I just get a bad vibe, and I'm like, no. Like, there's definitely yeah, yeah. people I still work yep. with, even when it doesn't really benefit me, just because I like working with those people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, inspires and, you or like, something. I
1: like doing creative things, and I'll just put free time into it um, to do collabs, or just whatever. Like yeah, there's just you're an artist. Yep. Like, you're an amazing artist, and, you know, I love... To just do this with you but um mm-hmm. just as a as a like business making money type of thing it's not a good at least for us it's not a good like endeavor to just give free stuff away all the time because again we're making it ourselves and sometimes I do but like I'm it I make a much more informed decision now than I did like the first couple of
0: years where yeah
1: I mean, even just lending clothes out to, like, stylists, like, i mail stuff out or they'd pick it up. I'd get stuff back damaged. Yeah, I'm I'd like, get, oh, I've I heard, one time yeah. got, like, a box back with a wet swimsuit in it.
0: And I, it was like, still wet? Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. That's, like, people just don't care. They don't give a shit. They're like, oh, it's no, out of my hands. Oh. Yeah,
1: no respect for mm. just other people's time and, like. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe sometimes we come off as, like, we're a bigger business, but we're not. We're right. Businesses.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. website I've had a lot of people email, like, all this oh, stuff. I want to yeah.
1: have a business as big as you one day. And I was like, I'm working out of my house. <laughs> like, yes, I've made it, like, my life. And, like, I have room set aside for that now. And I have equipment and everything. But we're nowhere – I mean, we're not making millions of dollars. We're not yeah. – I think it's just the way that we – Wanted to go about it It was very professional like with our Mm -hmm. product shots um the way that we deal with our customers and and things like that so and we do have a lot of styles i think Mm -hmm. right now we might have like 200 something styles on Mm -hmm. the website so
0: yeah describe your style i don't know if you've uh, really described it uh yet if you had to describe it yeah
1: i i guess i'm i feel like i'm still trying to Narrow it down a little bit, but because of the time I spent at lip service, it kind of started like very wide like with like, oh, like gothic and like Cyber and like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever um, I did mostly like More futuristic stuff like mm-hmm. more men stuff aggressive stuff industrial um, I, I I don't really like vibe with that like romantic type more feminine looking mm-hmm. stuff so I guess lately, what I've been trying to describe it as cyberpunk, because to mm. me, that's like what it is in my head when I'm thinking mm. of like, I'll play like music and I'll have like music videos going in my head and I'm like making up to go with the clothes and stuff, mm. or like awesome. weird like fantasies, dreams, or whatever. And to me, it's always like in the cyberpunk world where it's like futuristic, yep. but you can have a variation, right? So I have like velvet but that can be just a different, it's a different character. It's like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's still like a, an aggressive, edgy, um, more masculine, I think, style lines. Um, and I mix textures a lot and stuff. So to Mm -hmm. me, it always like lives in this futuristic, like dystopian world. So I'm kind of trying to like narrow in on that right now because I just, I'm like, at lip service, you just do, you know, like, you get assigned, okay, you're going to do this, and, like, you know, it got to the point where I was doing more stuff I was good at, but kind of sometimes you'd be like, oh, well, you have to do a Victorian goth line, or you have to mm. do, like a, you know, like, a Coachella line or something, which I'm not <laughs> that good at, but then I was always used to, like, oh, I should put fringe on this or something, but I, I, I don't think, I think it just took me longer to kind of it's a balance between what i want to make yeah yeah and what i can sell and what i can actually make
0: um <clears throat> on the price stuff that makes your correct. natural heart yeah something that makes your natural heart sing where i i feel like yeah. you would be good at any sort of genre that they tell you to do if you when you worked at lip service but you probably yeah. didn't it wasn't your love or your it main desire yeah but i feel like you'd still be able to like kill it because i've definitely seen a variety in your stuff um like i love the pointed shoulders and uh you know diagonal stuff and very like um dominating uh uh people in charge like it's just very very clear it's just uh it's not but not in a it's just not for the i don't want to say not for the week uh kind of it's just like clothing with a purpose um yeah definitely it, a statement I,
1: yeah and, and I heard a lot of people yeah. like tell me like oh I feel so much more confident when I put your clothes on I feel like bold or I feel like fearless or, mm-hmm. and I'm like that's exactly that's amazing how I would describe it I guess
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean I like that's great that's water. amazing
0: that's amazing yeah. that it comes through to other people and they can literally feel that by putting on your clothing I, I can't imagine I mean it sounds like that is exactly what you would want your customers to feel Wearing your yeah, garments. I mean, I think,
1: like, that's... I don't dress for, like, other people when I get dressed. Mm-hmm. I dress mm-hmm. what I like and what makes me feel good and makes me feel like myself. So that's kind mm-hmm. of always how I viewed fashion. It's like, it is self-expression. Like, I'm not looking at it. Someone mm-hmm. else is looking at it. But I don't really care if you don't like it. It's... Yeah. It's like... It what kind of just bad? adds yeah. to your personality, right? Like, how you carry no. yourself and how you make an impression on people
0: and it doesn't when you're not to trying be. too hard i mean i can personally i guess maybe it comes from experience uh, or just living through life and aging you i can tell when someone's trying too hard with their clothing like and i'm not saying that's a bad thing because i think we a lot of us go through that it's very normal but um i just think there's something authentic when you dress for yourself you're like i like this um i mean you're not going to please everyone no matter what no matter what you wear right. as so a person exactly so just wear what you want to wear um yeah i don't know if there's anything more simple than that honestly um yeah don't be afraid of wearing shit that is uh not what stuff around you know people are around you are wearing if you like it mm.
1: you know and it's funny because like when i was a kid it was like i was a huge freak everywhere i went <laughs> um and over the years i guess i just Hell so
0: what do you mean <laughs> Define freak. I mean, the freak has a lot of, uh, I don't know. I mean,
1: like in the Midwest, you wear like like, a witch dress that I wore with like combat boots and like a boa and like, and then another day I'd wear like clear boots and like a silver, you know, vinyl outfit or something. Mm -hmm. That's like not normal.
0: What do they wear? Like a cowboy boot? Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. What would the people around you wear? I don't know, T-shirts and jeans, Mm. 90s stuff. That was when I was a kid, I guess. But, like, as it's gone on, I feel like I'm... It never bothered me because I was just like, I'm happy, so I don't care. Um, But, like, now I feel like it's just more accepted, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, I can literally go to, like, Bible study with, like, 80-year-old ladies, and they Mm. don't act intimidated.
2: Mm. They just act, like...
1: Oh, well, I mean, you know, like, growing up, you'd be in a store, people would be staring Mm. at you, like, who is this goth chick? Yeah. You know, like, and, like, intimidated, and, like, that's not really the point of, like, why I dress like that. Right. I just like it. It makes me feel like myself. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, love textiles and things, so, but, um... I don't know. I feel like I can walk into a store and, like, some little lady comes up and asks me if I know where the pudding is or something. It doesn't, like, I don't feel like it puts people off.
0: I think it's place. also probably now how carry can... yourself, you carry yourself. I know? think that's part um... of it.
1: But, like, now we've moved back to Minnesota. So in LA, you can just, you know, mm-hmm. be like whoever in LA and people are yeah. usually cool with it. But back here, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, people are going to be weird about it. But uh, they're not. Yeah. So I don't know. Just kind of, it's kind of interesting to me.
2: Um, well, I and think it's also, all, again, also,
0: like, going back to what I was just saying, is that you're not trying too hard. Where I feel like if the people that are trying to fit a yeah. certain thing or a look that maybe is obviously not their authentic self, then it just, it, it, it uh, you're gonna look at it because it's, you're sticking out. Like if you're not presenting to, uh, to the world your authentic self or what, um, should come natural, I guess, I think it, it does draw eyes to it because there's a presence about you that's not comfortable. But right. when you're still wearing maybe loud stuff or stuff that's not the norm and wherever you live, people, do you, do you get what I'm saying? Or that people wouldn't like stare at you because there's just a vibe yeah. you're giving off in your presence. Your I think that's
1: definitely a, a big part of it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just, it's kind of like, I have a yellow, like faux fur coat. It's like neon yellow. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. I go out, I always feel like, is this like an escape? Like, I don't want to just intimidate people, but I'm yep. always, like.
0: I know exactly what you mean.
1: It's kind of like crosses my mind and then it never mm-hmm. it never really does or like I'll get a lot of compliments and like a lot of customers tell me that too they're like I've never gotten so many compliments in my life I just wore this jacket out and everybody stopped like like old ladies stopped me and told me they love my spiked jacket or something mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know it's kind of cool
0: I know me, what you mean because that
1: just makes it it's like more like art than like you're sharing it with yes. people and they're appreciating it too
0: Yes. whereas exactly. it used to
1: be just like oh that person's scary and they must be on drugs they must be you know whatever so I, it's like, kind of like with the internet, like, I'm happy Mm -hmm. things are more accepted and like the nineties are coming back and like everything, but at the same time, I don't want them to get watered down and like cliche and like, oh, everybody's doing this now. And I'm just lost in a sea of junk.
0: You know. I know. I'm surprised you haven't felt that earlier. Like, I, I feel like you're a, like the stuff that you put out. I feel like it is kind of normalized with this. I don't know what the look is. It's like apocalyptic, neon, cyber, where, like, I see these <laughs> musicians where I have no idea who they are, but uh, bright blue hair and, like, bright colors neon, and it's just this, like, I see, it, like, it's the same shit, like, crop top and, like, like influencery, 100%. like, 100%. Yeah. Um, but I still don't think your stuff is that at all. It's definitely... Because, again, that's the same look that I'm talking about of, like, trying too hard, where it looks mm-hmm. the same, like, um. these companies are. I feel are like these it's just become
1: are? really, like, Instagram-y. Like, you know, when you think of Instagram, you think yeah. of, like, drag queen makeup, macaroons, vacation spots. Macaroons. Like, you know what I mean? Like You like rent a fake jet
0: space. and you take a set in it I've heard about that shit yeah and like I feel hilarious. like
1: alternative fashion is almost like an Instagram-y thing now mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. people just follow even if they're not into it they just follow accounts that are like alternative fashion with like mm-hmm. girls wearing harnesses and like pleated skirts yeah. and like vinyl and spikes and whatever and that's just all like over yeah. an aesthetic right mm-hmm. and it's like that was never why I did it like I've loved that aesthetic since I was like young I just carried it through, and now it's like becoming popular again, so it fits in. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of like lip service. They went down because there was too much mm-hmm. competition, so it's really mm-hmm. like a matter of also telling your customers like, what are you getting? Well, you're getting something handmade. You're getting mm-hmm. something quality. You're getting something that someone cares about. Like yes, if you go and like shop there's you know all these cheap stores that advertise on Instagram a lot like where there's like an Asian girl and they almost like cut her face off and there's like these clothes like you said like those stock photos a lot of those are Chinese factories that start up a website for like a month sell a bunch of stuff and then they're gone because they just keep using the same stock photos over and over and they make it so dirt cheap I don't know if you've ever ordered from one of those places, but no, I don't no. know anyone who's ever actually gotten did. the thing that was in the picture.
0: Never. Yeah. It's same. It's like, it's basically Wish or uh, even uh, Wish. AliExpress where it's, yeah. they've taken shit from there, but made it look official on a website or an Instagram page or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Like people are just so fooled by that. Cause.
1: And it's really cheap. So they're like, Oh, I can oh, get yeah. this really cool jacket for 20 bucks. And you're like, okay in what world just sit down and think about this for a second <laughs> is that realistic okay yeah. and if you have a big company how much did you pay for fabric how much did you pay for someone um to sew that to cut it for this company to ship it out like all this stuff it is and like some of them you know like you said these rappers do it people do it on depop uh, like, they'll be yeah. like someone sort of famous or even not famous and they'll just curate mm-hmm. a feed that's all like aliexpress stuff or like shine um
0: or it's mixed in with some of their stuff they're selling, and then also yeah. AliExpress, and I'm like, "Motherfucker, I see you." Yeah. Which I don't know. Yeah. It's
1: it's become a thing, and it's just you can almost not even tell what those things are anymore. With the websites, mm-hmm. you can tell they're not shipping from the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, it's hard because like there is valid stuff mm-hmm. in China. Like there's valid yeah. factories. There's valid probably businesses that sell fashion designers whatever but like the mass majority of it is knockoffs the stuff doesn't horrible
0: even material like super hot like oh like i have it's all, i guess like sensitive skin is terrible
1: oh yeah just it, it, it kind it
0: looks okay but you would never want to wear it it's a oh yeah. it's like wearing sandpaper like, it's just like you can go on horrible. Wish,
1: and like sometimes people will post like um this is my actual garment of the thing mm-hmm. i bought and you yeah. can look at the thing and you can look at their picture and you're like uh that's not thing." like
0: yeah
1: and sometimes and now they're taking pictures from like legitimate designers yeah i was gonna say that. I was founders, to say that people yeah. on etsy runway dress shows. designers
0: yeah everything
1: um i know <laughs> there's a company called galera they make really nice leather sculpted coats that are like thousands of dollars. Mm. Um I saw on Wish they knocked off one and they use their photos. This is like a no, I know. I've student. seen. Yeah, I've
0: heard of this. Yep. They
1: use their photos and then I saw like the person somebody who bought one post their picture. It literally looks like a Halloween costume. There's Yeah. the spine is missing. There's no it's not real leather. The fit looks horrific and the like just like
0: cancer, top stitched
1: yeah. on, and like the stitches are everywhere and you can tell also like when the stitches are really lo- like long long
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> long backwards. um as opposed to like even if you get something at walmart this they're not good mm. but like they'll have they'll use smaller stitches so it looks mm. more quality but like yeah, yeah. You get the stuff from like wish or uh shine or like AliExpress or any of these like fake kind of websites and by the way it takes you like 60 days to get your order and then by the time you get it you realize it's crap Um, they have no customer service
0: like they already got your money so
1: they're either or sometimes it's just completely gone Um, or you're like well I only paid ten dollars and I don't want to pay to return it so I'll just whatever um but they make millions and millions of dollars before people catch on and there's still so many people i see people on facebook all the time posting like oh my gosh i just found this thing called wish and i was like please just don't with me right now." all the
0: time yeah that's big in the cosplay community too uh just for costumes shit um yeah i'm like what did you think would happen i don't know i'm like welcome to the internet where yeah it's just shit that lessons you have to learn i guess even, like, wedding dresses, okay? I had one oh, girl God. hire me Oof, to fix her wedding
1: dress, and I ended up just mm. ripping out all these layers and then having to tell her, like, you just need something. Else. You need to just scrap it, because it's wow. not fixable. It's all polyester. Mm. There's just...
0: What it, does she want you just, to do?
1: That, well, it fit totally insane when she got it. She paid $50. Uh, for, for a this, wedding this, dress? That should be it. a wedding dress, but it was... So, the fabric was so cheap. First of all, it like literally $50? disintegrated when I was $50? To take
0: it. What do you mean? Like an actual dollars. gown. <laughs> yes. It, it did
1: uh... not look like the picture. It did not fit her, even though she sent custom measurements. Oh, wow. All this stuff. I was just like, you oh no, that doesn't
0: matter. Like I've done that too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's cool if you want to save money on a wedding dress, go just go buy it, mm-hmm. you know, but like don't of buy it from, from these weird Chinese websites.
0: Yeah, people like, just to don't know. They don't yeah. know. They, they honestly, they think, uh, well, they don't know. Any, they just don't know. <laughs> They'll learn, I guess.
1: And I mean, the thing is, too, like, the thing is, all these now, like, Target, Walmart, mm. um, just all these mass-made things, stores, the mall, Gap, all this stuff, it's all slave labor, all of it. Yeah. So, like, it's not even really any better than Wish, but, like, the quality right. might be a little bit better. Right. But, everything now is pretty much slave labor. Like there's you can't even tell the difference unless the company explicitly tells you, Hi, we're hiring people in Burma and we're paying them a living wage and we're or we're hiring a factory in the US or whatever. Even then, like you've got American apparel, they hire all
0: oh.
1: like illegal aliens. So
0: American apparel's never is, been like, how trustworthy? much are they paying
1: them? Their right. question is what is their level of security of safety of um like how many hours are they working a day are they treating them like humans um you don't know so they say okay well we you know everything's done in the u.s but like what is the standard um you know are we sure that these people aren't being abused a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. in la they literally do work in sweatshops like there are sweatshops that have no air conditioning and they're like on the 11th floor and it gets hot as hell in the middle of the summer in la yeah. and they're just not, and they're breathing in fabric dust particles oh, that you're God. not i mean you're not supposed to if they will no. cause you know like problems over time and stuff like that of so course. it's just they're not clean um Just like anywhere, like, there's legitimate ones and there's not legitimate ones. Even, like, in China, there's legitimate factories there, too. But, like, it's just kind of taken over to where the point is that most of them aren't
0: anymore. So it's hard I feel like no one even gives a shit about that. Like, even if you were like, oh, you know, this is terrible or whatever. They're like, yeah, well, there's always bad stuff going on in the world. Are you gonna cry about it? Like, so what? It's like, all right, I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the general attitude, but I think a lot of people just don't know. They don't realize. True. This. Like that's, in the 90s. That's super
0: true. Remember yeah. Kathy
1: Lee? They called her out for using slave labor or child labor or something like that? No, Everybody but does I it mean now, believe it. like every, yeah. every single mass company, just about, unless they specifically set out to not do that, they're doing it. Um, and they yeah. want it. I mean, Forever 21 has like tank tops for what, 2 dollars $2.50. Yeah in the u.s i couldn't even get the fabric for that much
0: no let yep.
1: alone pay someone pay myself pay a ceo sh- like yep. ship it across the country like all that stuff so you know the people that are making this stuff are making like ten dollars a month and yeah. people think, well it's another con-. no 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 like it, they're purposely sending jobs to other countries that don't have standards
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then they're saying well these people wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for us. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really make it okay for you to view those people. No. Of course not. It's, like, out of sight, out of mind. And, like, for a lot of consumers, they just don't know this stuff. They don't yeah. realize this is happening. Some people don't even realize a human has to sew your clothes. Like, machines don't. You can't go to, like, a factory, you know, where you have, like, a little plastic thing made and a mole and a, and a mm-hmm. robot puts it Our in machines there. Like, actually do it, yeah. have to do this stuff. There's, like. Yeah. Sometimes they have, like, a machine that makes T-shirts or something like that, but right. for the most part, it's, like, humans that have to do it. So yeah. what are you paying that human to make this shirt on top of what other costs are coming out? So it doesn't... I I think more people are becoming aware of it, but I just don't think it's talked about on the news and the media. Like any. Never,
0: never. People
1: are shocked, like, when I talk about it. They it's just so widespread and it's the common practice now just to send it to whatever Mm -hmm. country will do it the cheapest for you quality be damned and um human rights be damned and um there's a really good film too i think it's still on netflix called the true cost
0: yes Um, so good yeah have you seen that yeah, you told me about it, and I was like, yep, watching it. It is really good.
1: Yeah, it, it, it doesn't go even into as much detail as I would like, but they're, mm. they explain kind of like how there was this place. I can't remember what country it is, but, like, mm-hmm. the company, you know, like, let's say Walmart orders a million shirts. They get it from a company in China, for example. Um, the company in China wants to make as much money as possible, so they want to do it as cheap as possible, so they start shorting we're going to make the t-shirts one inch shorter and not tell Walmart. And then Walmart will get them. They'll either accept them because they're too dumb and they have too much stuff going on Mm -hmm. or they'll give them like a back charge and the company will have just taken the risk to, you know, save that one inch of fabric or to, you know, bring their stitch length up or to Hmm. kick their labor costs down. Just basically paying people less. Um, Yeah. And it does become to where some of these people don't have a lot of options to go work somewhere mm-hmm. else. Sometimes they're like, in a, you know, like a Malaysia, it's islands. There's no, right. but but it just kind of perpetuates keeping those people in poverty. And and sometimes yeah. they have contracts where they're like, you have to stay with us this many, and they have, you know, kids and.
0: Awful. Yes,
1: we always have a choice, but like that, I don't think that makes it okay for the company to coerce Essentially, these people um,
0: and give really them no options. Yeah, manipulate their like,
1: situation. Yeah, by yeah. So, yeah. Um, but in this movie, there was a um, a company who was trying to cut costs, so they were cutting costs by basically not maintaining their building, not having it put by yeah, through fire right. codes, and all, which they don't even exist in a lot of these countries that are third world countries. They don't have standards for you know any of this stuff. Yeah. Um And the building ended up collapsing and killing a ton of workers. And,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, basically it was, it, it could have all been avoided, but yeah, because they wanted to save, you know, two cents or whatever. And it just becomes perpetual. And so I think it, it, some people are starting to kind of wake up to this to where, um, they're buying hand or they're buying handmade or they're buying from companies that are explicitly, um, either have their own factory or are visiting the factories or having plans in place to ensure like quality of life and yep. quality of the fabric. Um, Do you and, know what you know, companies
0: like, that you could, uh, that you know of that maybe you could recommend that have good ethics and standards, I, I don't, guess?
1: I don't know if I know too many off the top of my head. Um, there is, I mean, I think like Depop, Hmm. Poshmark, eBay, anything secondhand. Like I'm totally into that now because at least, Mm -hmm. you know, in addition to like the human cost, you're dealing with mass. Like the way, especially Zoom is. Like we need it now. We need it this season. We need like that's not the way. That's not sustainable moving forward. We have so many clothes in landfill. That people just like, oh, I'm sick of this now. There's nothing even wrong with it. Okay. And they're just throwing things away. So we have just because these giants like Walmart, Target, Forever 21, whatever, are pushing stuff every season, people's closets get full and they kind of teach them, yep. like, you need this to be popular and look good. And um, I don't really care about trends. I don't yeah. think anyone should. Um, that's kind of pushing mm-hmm. the waste of it. So I think, like, secondhand is providing, I mean, you can literally go on Poshmark and be like, I want a black button-up shirt, and there's, like, tons of options, and, like, someone might have even bought it and not even worn it, so why are we throwing things away? And then, I mean, you have kind of this thing on Depop, too, which is, like, a weird phenomenon where
2: Mm.
1: I think a lot of people are kind of doing, like, DIY things Hmm. and reshowing them. Oh, yeah. I've seen that, too. They cut up shorts and shit. Yeah. 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 They, like, they, like a lot of them are into like thrifting and stuff yeah. and they'll just go to thrift stores and resell. It, and that's totally, I'm cool. Hey, make some mm-hmm. money off of yeah. not wasting stuff. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like yep. they'll take like a plaid shirt. Oh, this half's bad. So they'll throw that half away and like sew it to, sew it to another shirt or like trash it up or add hardware yep. or stuff yep. like that and like make give it, it a new life. And yes, exactly. um, I think that's, a good way to go and and like if you're looking for something basic don't go for forever 21. no (laughs) like you can if you're looking for a moto jacket go on you know poshmark or something or get get it it for way less you know made from a you know like a handmade um i mean you can go on etsy and okay granted there are like a ton of people on etsy who don't know what they're doing but it's hard on on etsy
0: too because i i I was looking up just uh to reference like apron stuff because i made aprons for someone's kids uh, just to look up like a measurement or something and like I, I couldn't tell like what was actually made from scratch no one really says that it's hard to tell like what is especially now on Etsy Etsy used to be I thought originally stuff that you made like from scratch and now it's yeah. like you can sell anything like vintage clothing that you didn't make and um it's just I find it for me to be, it's hard to find authentic um anything uh it I'm is like did you did you make that yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, I, mean, I guess you can tell sometimes mm-hmm. it's supposed to, when I go in and create a listing, uh, there is a place where you can put like who made this. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but they don't make it very easy to find. Yeah. So sometimes Plus, so, yeah. And, like policies and stuff to different mm-hmm. sellers or like details. I mean, there's always, they are definitely getting a little oversaturated, but I personally like use them a lot. Just I buy from mm-hmm. other artists. Like I buy like, soap and like gifts and like cards and
2: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: all kinds of stuff on etsy and you can also just like ask the seller directly yeah they they do make it a little hard and they are adding more stuff where like if you have a small factory you can you can do that it's getting a little Mm -hmm. like it is blurring the lines, but i still think it's like the place to go to find yeah people who make stuff by hand there's definitely some brands um that do do it too it's really easy to find people on instagram i think maybe it's just because the circles i run in but like i come across Mm -hmm. a lot of other people who make stuff and i i'm like oh cool like i'm just into fashion and i love creativity so like i follow a Mm -hmm. bunch of people that make stuff by hand but i mean not everybody can afford that but i always tell people like think of it like this okay if you buy a crappy pair of shoes for ten dollars and it lasts you a month At the end of the year, you're going to spend $120. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or you could buy a good quality pair of shoes, boots, like whatever. Um, It can last you for five years. So it's actually cheaper than buying a bunch of crap. And like, personally, like as I get older, the more minimalist I want to be.
0: Like, I don't want to go in my
1: closet and be like, I don't know what to wear. And this doesn't fit me anymore. I just can't stand too much stuff. So it's like... Mm
0: -hmm same
1: get the stuff you really love, and then love it instead yeah. of Plus, how many people buy stuff and it sits in a closet for like 10 years before they decide to get rid of it
0: especially when you buy a lot of cheap stuff no matter what it is you're not gonna value it as much and right it just becomes trash to you and if you do spend a lot of money on a singular item that you have for your entire life like i got finally got doc martin's dr martin's i'm like oh my god how do you say it yeah I, i've always wanted those shoes i'm like oh they're so expensive I'm like i i know i'm gonna have those for like a lifetime and they're not cheap but um it's totally worth it because you're yeah you, you cherish them you take i, I mean I, I guess i'm speaking for myself here i uh i clean them and i use like leather um chemical stuff to um i guess hydrate the leather I, you know i would have never care about that shit if it was like target uh yeah. combat boots because i know you, you just fixed, it's just too. trash like yeah you can yeah take
1: those to a cobbler and get them fixed. yes
0: so- yeah
1: like yeah, I have Brack Martins I wear every single day they go with everything I have mm-hmm. for my style anyway. Yeah. Like for me, it's just like people complain about the price, but like really it's cheaper. If you
0: It really is, yeah. At,
1: yeah, like how long it will last, how well it serves you. And like the mm-hmm. more like the older I get, the more I care about quality too. Yes. Like with yes. anything. Like a literal toaster. Like I'm just like sick of buying stuff and stuff and replacing it and like dealing with that yes so it's
0: more stuff more uh, it's like
1: and and like do you want to be like 40 cruising around in like a cheap 10 (laughs) dollar pair of shoes like is that kind of tacky or i don't know
0: it's not like about
1: a like a rich or poor
0: thing it's just kind of like save your money and spend it uh, buy the the basic stuff you know spend a good amount of money because usually i mean it is true if you most stuff that is more expensive is going to be better made, so it's just worth it to spend, you know, uh, a good amount of money. I guess the appropriate amount of money on certain items like a leather jacket, black boots, yeah. uh, jeans, like uh, you know, staples, uh, because they're just they'll last longer. It just makes logical, uh, monetary sense. Uh, a lot of people, yeah. yeah and I just... guess that
1: not everybody has like that budget, mm-hmm. but I haven't yeah. always had that budget either. And I yeah, just do it slowly. At some point, I just started saving up because I also don't like credit mm-hmm. cards um and i'd be like oh my gosh a 300 hundred dollar dress that's like insane and i just it felt like painful Mm -hmm. to spend that much yeah but like i think it's because society and like this industry has taught us that feeling
0: Mm of like you need Mm -hmm. stuff and
1: you need it cheap and you need it down yeah
0: why would you spend that much money when you get the same looking thing for ten dollars like why would you they make you feel like you're the fool for spending that much money i mean i guess they don't make you but i know what you're saying it's just and it comes back to, like,
1: how they end up, the only place they can cut costs is, like, materials and people. Mm. So they pay people less, like, mm. a lot less. So mm. what are you, like, contributing to? You can say, mm. uh, okay, there's nothing I can do. But, like, if you're not at least moving in that direction or, like, trying to, no, you're I... contributing to the problem of demand. Exactly. And, like, you're giving more money. Hey, you know, Walmart, if you don't like them and you don't like how they deal with stuff, stop giving them money stop enabling them
0: exactly stop <laughs> making
1: them rich like just it's,
0: don't do it it's just an excuse being like oh you know like i can't it's like all right well I you can I always find it. an excuse
1: like, i think it takes time for people to like wrap their mind to really change that mm-hmm. um yeah. even like food too like cheap food well your health is going to be mm-hmm. crap if you buy cheap food and then you're going to end up doctor bills like it, again it's like what is really the cost of this Everything involved, like we're so far removed in our society from all of this stuff, so we don't see it. And then once you think, like, if you buy from like someone like me who makes the stuff from scratch, you're you're enabling me to pay my rent, me to buy food, or like if you you know if it's a family that you know your kids, your grandma, you don't know who, like you know where this money is going. And these brands that do things by hand, or at least small brands that do work with like local factors and things, they're gonna be more transparent with you. Like people can always lie, but like it's much easier to ask this person, hi, what is your uh, process like? Do you, what do you do, or do you, um, you know, like what are you doing to, you know, if you care about, you know, the ecosystem, what are you doing to help that? Or, you know, you can usually get answers because it's very small businesses. Even if you have like 10 or 20 employees, you're more likely to get a real answer yeah then if you go to walmart and say hey what is your production like they'll
0: be they're like just, uh what they don't think they would never answer no no yeah you know?
1: i mean and some some companies make it a point they're like we make shoes you know and we hire these people in you know burma or something we pay them a living wage they do what they've done for centuries you know in their culture how they weave these shoes or something like that and then we use the local you know trees to, and they they just they incorporate like sustainable practices to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of like, they're using some, they're trying to help support a community by letting them use the skills that they already have to help share that with the rest of the world or whatever. So Mm -hmm. there are a lot of companies who do different things. I I know there's one called zero waste, Daniel, they get Mm -hmm. off cuts from all these, like, if you go to American apparel, there's mountains and mountains and mountains of just scraps hmm. that what happens to them. So people like this guy, they get stuff like that and they make like sweaters and it's just like patchwork, awesome. you know, they'll mm-hmm. do, they have so much stuff that they can make like an ombre out of, you know, little mm. tiny pieces because they have like a dark blue and a light blue them just That's from cool. like stuff scraps, that other companies yeah. are going to throw away, you know? Yeah. Like, awesome. and we do that with leather because I know a lot, like a lot of people, especially like on Instagram, there's like vegans and stuff or people who just are not sure about it. So mm-hmm. any leather that we use right now, we basically get from other companies that they would throw it away.
0: Yeah. Um, and Upcycling.
1: same with a lot of our fabric, we get uh, stuff. It's, it's like thrown away. Like, let's say a company kind of how to explain this. Let's like say a company
2: needs some tank tops,
1: and mm-hmm. they ordered uh, 10,000 or something, and they end up with like a leftover roll of fabric or something they they ordered too much or you yeah, change, they change the details. So now they didn't whatever, they'll sell it to someone else like a jobber. At least in LA, this is how it works. And then they'll resell it. And sometimes you can get, even like I've gotten, like, you can get like seven matching rolls. A lot of times it's just one, but like,
2: yeah. you
1: can get stuff that's basically what else would happen to it. It's already paid for, it's already, bu- like, you have to buy it from them, but
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: usually clearance, so it's cheaper for us. But then it's also like saving that from a landfill yeah. or...
0: Exactly. Or whatever, or it's and just I'm, perfectly good fabric too. That
1: yeah, and for me, to be used. a roll is a lot. Like a roll is eighty to hundred yards. Well, if I have one style, if it's a shirt, I could make like two, yeah. three hundred shirts depending on the style. Yeah. Um. So that's like all I need, you know. And I, I, we work so, like, I know exactly what I have. Like, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's so easy for me to monitor. Like, oh, we have a roll of fabric. We'll just photograph this style we'll grade the pattern and then we'll put it up for sale and people can order whatever size they want and then we make it as they order it that's kind of getting stressful right now but like
0: Mm, general
1: i I would kind of like to move closer to where i take a roll and i just make a bunch and then i have them
0: that's way better um, kind of
1: transitioning that but like Mm. i can then be like oh i only have enough left on my roll to make three more things i gotta watch it like Mm-hmm. A big company can't do that. They just cut and they're done. Like they don't yeah. say, Oh, okay, let's cut three more to use the rest of that fabric. There's too much bureaucracy involved for Yeah, them to do
0: they don't that. have time so, for that. It's time consuming and they're usually on to the next thing anyways, if they're really concerned about the what's left over or using all of it. Yeah, right. I don't think that's their concern yeah. even remotely. Well, is there any other points you wanted to bring mm-hmm. up? You totally can if you won't.
1: Looking at my notes.
0: You're fine. I write down, like, when the pauses are and stuff to chop up.
1: I mean, I don't know if I really explained, like, my experience in a linear way, but, um, I don't know. Is there anything else about that?
0: Oh, what do you mean? Just in terms of, uh... Mm, I mean, you think my podcast or YouTube things are actually, like in order there's like no order i don't have to set anything
1: either no i know i'm
0: like i people i don't i don't think people are always recept or expect it to be like a certain timeline like i mean i bounce back and forth on topics there's no i don't have to set anything it's just a fucking conversation i mean i guess
1: like if people want to know like how to get into something whether it's fashion Mm -hmm. or anything else I just think you have to have passion, and I think you have to have drive, like you said. You have to be self
2: motivated
0: a vision, probably, yeah.
1: The people that, like, I remember, okay, I'd be at lip service, and we had, like, a whole class, fashion class, come in, like, 30 people. I remember, like, within the first five minutes, I could tell in those 30 mm. people, there was only
0: two that
1: were ever going to succeed at anything. Yeah. Because yeah. whether they liked our style or not, whether they liked how we operated or not like whatever they asked questions they were curious they were involved they wanted to learn yeah they didn't care like because a lot of the fashion people are very like we want high fashion like we weren't that so we'd get people come in and like folding their arm like looking around and acting really bored and like hey if you want to be in fashion you better soak up every little bit of information you can yeah like same thing with an internship we get we'd have interns come in and they just act bored all the time like I never remember acting that way. I
0: remember you're clearly not into everybody... it then. Yeah. It's...
1: Yeah. I'd like ask everybody questions in every department I'd observe what's going on around me. Okay. I'm sorting buttons. Great. That sucks. But like I'm learning and I'm being able to be here in this special place where not a lot of people get the opportunity to be. So it's like, if you're not grateful and you're not, self-motivated and you're not curious and passionate and appreciating
0: even the shitty jobs or the things that aren't what you I mean, you, when do you ever start yeah. out anything doing like what you exactly w- wanted to do? You're gonna have to start from the bottom up usually um, So yeah. whether that's sweeping or being an assistant or just being uh, the runner for I don't know just random odd jobs just Honestly, you, you know mean, just yeah, yeah. it's it, it, experiencing that and appreciating every moment of it because I mean what the fuck are you doing it for what's the point if you're not into it then you can leave i mean you have to have that hunger i think um i think with any job i mean especially in a creative field where the opportunities to learn things are like endless if you just pay attention and ask questions like that's what the teachers are supposed to be there for so or whatever i think you have to stay humble
1: about it like no matter what Mm. level you're at
0: yes because
1: if you stop wanting to learn or stop growing or stop pushing complaining a better version of yourself or like make a better version of your line or whatever it is Mm -hmm. like you're going to be irrelevant immediately that's
0: just no one wants to work with that shit they don't want to work with people that are going to whine about things that are not even that big of a deal um no i mean i
1: think it just make like you're going to go stagnant so quick Mm -hmm. like whatever Mm -hmm. it is whether you're you know a painter Mm -hmm. or a woodworker whatever kind of thing that is you can't you just can't like give up and and give over because it's just over for for you at that point. Like, yeah, I've never seen anybody who just coasted. Mm. Yeah.
0: You know, and that made it. Yeah. I mean, unless you're on like your daddy or mommy's money. Uh. It, even it just then, isn't gonna work. I've
1: seen so yeah. many people in LA who were like rich kids that were like, I'm gonna start my own line. Mm. And guess what? They did. They wasted so much money. They never went anywhere, and they weren't really even passionate about it. I mean there's just nothing there and your customers yeah, yeah. can tell that and they're yes. just, after so many years they'd be like why am I doing this and we'd be like we don't know do that.
0: yeah <laughs> uh yeah if, if if you're just not being true to yourself and having that passion whatever you're doing people are going to pick up on that and it, it just isn't gonna work um I'm not saying this shit is easy it took me like almost my entire life to figure out what the hell I wanted to do I mean no one told me and I'm not blaming anyone for this necessarily. Uh, you know, doing the creative field and arts is not typically uh, encouraged just because it's like, oh, you're going right. to be broke or a starving artist whatever, which is pretty true. Yeah. But, you know, I was like, oh, I, I, I always dreamed of going to SCAD. South- I should have looked it up. Southern College of Academy Design. I don't know, some sort of big art school in yeah. South Georgia. And I was like, I can't afford that shit. Like, I came from a big family. And it's just not happening. So did the two years at... Two different uh, colleges and then i think i already mentioned that but and then did the community college and they didn't have any uh what i wanted to do which is graphic design but they had television production so i did that and um wound up loving stuff that i never thought i would like um you know editing audio is super fun uh i don't know um i don't know where i was going with that but yeah and i don't
1: Something think about... like it matters what age you are or like what mm-hmm background you are like any of that like i think if you are 89 years old you want to get into something just do it like that's what i would do i guess like if i someday decide i don't want to do fashion anymore i'll do something else creative i'll just get bored and i'll just i don't know i'm gonna be a a position or i don't know like whatever i'm just gonna do it because no one else is gonna do it for you right? and i just don't think like i don't know i have so many people tell me like oh i'm old i'm Mm -hmm. too old for this or that or too fat or too whatever no one's like, saying that well, but th-
0: themselves it's like
1: right you're saying well, it to it's yourself. not gonna happen
0: if you're saying that like you're already cutting yourself short if you're, you're if that's excuses. what you're saying yeah right. it's like and who's I telling think- you that no one else i mean maybe someone's saying that to them but it's up to but you I don't listen to that either yeah i mean yeah it's
1: it's like I get frustrated obviously i think you as an artist probably understand like you get really excited you make something and then you hate it and then you love it and then you hate it and you track like it's just this process of like emotional mm-hmm. roller coaster
0: but mm-hmm. like oh yeah and
1: at some point you're going to create something you love and it's like so fulfilling and it's it's a lot harder than just going to a job every day and like whatever yes. paperwork or whatever i don't know I you expect what stuff do, but like yeah, you know, it's...
0: where you know what it's uh, your work's gonna look like. I think that one, um, one of my friends said this, uh, take your small victories when you get them, like, uh, no matter what it is, say someone you admire bought your work or even complimented your work. I've had people yeah. that, I artists that I really admire, you know, compliment me and I'm like, what? You know, I, I literally will print those comments out like on Facebook and put them on my fucking wall because that's shit I look huh? at and stuff that you look at totally influences your mindset. Um, I grew up in a household where my mom had quotes everywhere and I, was, I always be like, oh, it's so corny. But <laughs> I think it's yeah, just maybe that. the older I got. I know, it's, it really does make an impact, you know, um, just having positive messages in your workspace. Um, yeah, I don't I know. Just appreciate like the small shit. Yeah, I
1: think it's important <laughs> to look back too and see, like, how far you've mm-hmm.
0: come. Some yes. days still, I'm just like, oh, I'm
1: just terrible at, like like, look back at old stuff I've and I'm like, whoa, no, I'm not that terrible. Yeah. Anymore. But yes. I mean, like, I still want to, in 10 years, look back at now and think, like, oh, it's terrible. But, like, I think that helps put it into perspective for you yes. to be like, oh, I have grown. Because on the daily basis, when you're frustrated and you're... Yes, you, it's yes, like yes, heart-wrenching yes. sometimes, but it's also yes. just so fulfilling and satisfying, like, when I see, you know, when I Comparing see your work your... finish. Yeah,
0: if I can sorry, go ahead.
1: Or like, you know, working with other people to photograph it or like even just little comments on Instagram, like somebody appreciated that and that, Mm -hmm. like, I also think like I've seen last night we were watching some show about a doctor who like, and I was like, you can tell he's Mm -hmm. good at what he does and that he loves what he does Mm -hmm. because he, he feels, he, he was talking about how he always feels bad when you have to let the family down he still feels as bad as he did the first time he had to like mm. tell someone this baby died or whatever mm. and like I think that applies to everything like people have asked me like oh what is it like you know are you just sick of seeing your stuff in movies and tv and like blah blah and I'm like no like seriously anytime like somebody posts a picture of themselves on instagram wearing yeah, my clothes I get should totally never
0: get sold are you kidding stoked.
1: me and I'm just like somebody's wearing that and I made it and they appreciate you it, they it appreciate life. it so much they paid me to do it like that is a gift to me Prices. really like or yes if you like see somebody on the street sometimes wearing my clothes I'm just like mm. whoa that's amazing like it's it's always like that's the real so payment cool. and, or... so cool. and, I, and I think yeah. if you lose that mm. then you're done too exactly like, you stop getting excited
0: you need to take a break There's or something do something yeah. different. Yeah. I think another like, thing that, people uh,
1: that work with like celebrities every day, like you should still be excited. Like, Hey, exactly. like it's just, should still be exciting to you, I think. Yep.
0: You wake up and then you're excited to, to do that stuff and comparing yeah. or looking at old photos of, you know, if you're like say a painter and you make an effort to look at your old shit or, you know, side by side with what you're doing now um it's just i think artists have that tendency to not self-reflect and be like wow look at where i've come from because my husband will point that shit out all the time and i'm like yeah i guess you're right i think it's just natural for us to be really hard on ourselves and expect us to be at a certain place no matter where we are like don't look at you know i think just not living in the daily life of oh i can't wait to get there because when i get there then i'll have it all but it's never never true for anything yeah you'll never get there um it's just, expectation is the root of all heartache. That's why I, you know, take your small victories and really relish in them and like appreciate them and be like, I, I, just be proud of yourself, be selfish. And, uh, cause you know, don't rely on other people to leave comments or, uh, like it or upvote it or whatever. Cause I used to, that used to really kill me for years. Um, and I was always like, oh, I know it's not supposed to bother me. You really have to be your it sounds so corny but it's so true. You have to be your your best fan um and really just build yourself up because you're just just going to end up in a disaster if you constantly rely on outside what other entities. Think, yeah. Yes. Uh it's just yeah, I mean, it's, it's never going like, to be good.
1: encouragement when people say nice things, but like you yeah. shouldn't need it. Um like I like sharing my work and the thing is it's kind of disappointing when you put like 20 hours into doing something Yes, and, you and you're
0: like, like oh, people are going to like this cuz I love it and then they don't and this doesn't yeah. it doesn't always mean that they don't like it i think it even I takes mean, effort to day, press like, apart
1: yeah at the end of the day you can't like it sucks when you put a lot of work and nobody cares but like at the same time you can't live off of that you do have yeah. to live off of like your own approval and also mm-hmm. just
0: believing in yourself
1: instagram has a stupid i mean algorithms <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> it's um, it's hard to
0: uh not let it bother you uh regardless and I think too, like
1: People compare themselves to others a lot which
0: that's a I disaster think most people can't that robs you of joy
1: well I don't think there's anything wrong with that if you're like looking to be like I want to improve and this person of course is doing that. I want to learn from them or something but it's
0: a dangerous when line people there.
1: are like oh this person you know like
0: look at I, how much more opportunities they have and I'm still here doing my thing it's like you never know ball. what is actually going on behind what you're seeing ever and it's yeah. never what it looks like don't it's just People need to. Everything on Instagram yeah. is
1: fake. I mean, like sometimes yes. I post what I did two years ago, and people are like, "You're so busy," and I'm like, "No," but like, <laughs> it's it's just
0: hilarious. I just
1: don't trust that stuff. Just use yes. it as a, like, a tool, you know. And, and yeah, but like some people that compare themselves to others of like, oh, well, this person, like my just own personal thing is like, I don't really feel like I'm competing against other fashion designers anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like. I guess technically I am competing for their business, but mm. I don't feel like I have to. And I feel like yeah. it's detrimental. Like the most beneficial mm-hmm. relationships I have are with other fashion designers who do stuff either similar to me or different, but we're not the same. Mm. Yeah. They're not, even if they do alternative, like they're not me, I'm not them. We have different business models. We make different stuff and us actually supporting and encouraging and sharing each mm-hmm. other's stuff helps each other more than it does to be like, jealous, angry, yeah, yeah. disappointed, hateful, whatever. You like, end up I focusing
0: your mind on someone else's life. It's like, you need to be focusing on what that you're you don't even doing. That you not
1: it's none of your business. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's beneficial. Like, what not good ahead. is that gonna get you to be like, oh, I wish my life was like that. Like, it's, your life is not that person's life. Your stuff yeah. is not that, like, you're special for the reason that you're not special, not that yeah. person's yeah. reason, yeah. so. I just think it's more beneficial when you can have like a, and those are really the only people I hang out with anymore. If you're like weird and catty and jealous, I'm just like bye, don't care. Oh yeah, I, I don't have
0: time for that shit. Me. I don't have to. I, and, I don't have to explain to you why either. Just goodbye, like it's fine. And time. I think
1: that was a big thing in LA. It was really hard to mm. find people sure, um, yeah. that were supportive and didn't feel threatened by other people not just me so, but anybody they work with like yeah. there's a very air of like we're all suspicious of each other we'll all throw each other into the bus if it comes to me or you. everyone's been like, burned yeah like so i just checked out of that whole thing i've like,
0: seen that shit in the gamer community oh my god it ter- oh, makes people yeah. crazy they make up yeah. scenarios and they assume me saying something that's not even about them is about them and i'm just like holy shit you need help or you need to get out of that industry uh Uh, it can totally destroy people's minds i mean it
1: makes people paranoid it burns bridges it nobody wants to work with you again it's Mm. i don't know i don't
2: you have to really get 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 grounded and yeah
1: and there's like a lot of competition but i just don't think you're ever going to succeed trying to be somebody else and trying to like it doesn't even make sense yeah you just I mean, can't. you can compete was- with
0: yourself with yourself, and be like, oh, yeah, I, I would like to do better than that. That doesn't mean that you think that your shit sucks. I mean, you can say that, but I think being your own critic, and I think even your own harsh critic, I find those people to be, like, immaculate. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. encouraging you to, like, trash your own stuff, but at the same time, people that are critical of their own work and... You know, point out the flaws when someone's like, wow, that's a really good painting. And I'm like, yeah, but I messed up there and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's just a natural artist thing, I think, where you it is. obviously point but out your I flaws. Think
1: if you can, like, be honest about it and, and, like, yeah, yes. In a way that you want to do better, frame it yes. that way rather than like a failure of like, exactly. oh, well, now next time you know not to do that. I mean, exactly. That's kind of it's just a learning opportunity, everybody. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've spent so many years, like, working with fabrics. I can just tell, like, this design is not going to suit this fabric. This is not going to do what I want it to do.
2: or, or and you whatever. are going to
0: mess up over and over. Get, it's, it's not going to be always perfect. I mean,
1: that's why we yeah. have I make things I don't ever release. Because I'm like, I don't like it. It didn't turn out how I mm-hmm. want it, It's not worth my time. So then um, we just don't do it, you know? And yeah. that's, like, an editing process. And you just mm-hmm. can't kind of have to be hard on yourself but at the same time not mm-hmm. personally hard on yourself
0: yes I, I know, know it's hard to describe what you mean i know exactly what you mean it
1: is uh, it is because it can really get you down and i think like especially now with the pandemic like mm. we've been working at home for a while now so we're used mm-hmm. to it but like a lot yeah. of other people are like even yeah. me like it affects me when i don't go out mm-hmm. or talk to people yeah which... anyone like you get into your own head after like I most of the time like it yeah. just being the two of us at home like we're happy mm-hmm. most of the time but you just need yeah. other social interaction and you need like other input sometimes and sometimes I yes. know I get into my own head where I'm like oh I thought it was being terrible but really I did this and this and this and this this week and it just takes a friend to say that to me or like exactly and taking a me.
0: break from your work and you know just because you're grinding doesn't mean that it's a good thing like of course working your ass off is and hustling is good but people. I feel like, you know, I think like there's
1: a fine line too. I mean, yes. Again, yes. like when you get to a certain age, the hustling I think is more detrimental to you,
0: your yeah. health, your
1: mental yeah. health.
2: You're-
1: um, so I think there's a time and place. Like I hustled a lot, yeah. uh, setting up my business. I still do from mm-hmm. time to time, but I, it's just not good for me. Mm-hmm. It's not really good for anybody. And when you're young, you don't realize it's going to affect you late. Like, like You're just like, I can do this. I can, like, not get any sleep and not eat and stress myself out. And, like, that chronic, like, stress adds up. So, yes, you do have to be driven. But at the same time, you need to know when to, like, take a break. Yeah. To have some balance in your life. That's the times when I, like, crash is when I don't. When I start telling people I don't have, I don't feel like I have a balanced life. Like, Mm. I'm working too much or I'm obsessing about this too much or whatever. That's when it, like. You know, you don't want to get to that point because then you can, like, hate your work,
0: too. Yeah. Plus, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, you, you know, I'm saying or we're saying don't do this or do this. It's just one of those things that you'll probably wind up doing that and you just learn from it because no one's life is ever perfect. Um, yeah, totally.
1: But, like, burnout you're gonna is You're going to go
0: through shit. What'd and you say?
1: <laughs> burnout is real. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. 100%. And,
1: like, people, I think if you're pressuring yourself to like produce a certain amount I don't think that's necessarily the way to think about it but like if you Mm -hmm. want to like I'll stay yes just work on something Mm -hmm. because I want I'm excited about it not because I'm like well I have I have a you know unrealistic goal of you know making 20 a collection must be
0: yeah exactly everyone else's collection is 20 pieces I have to be doing that uh not necessarily I mean of course there's certain ways of doing uh structures of anything but it doesn't mean you, you have to, like, just I think it's good to have goals,
1: too, but I think yeah. you have to be realistic. Like, mm. I, I'm still yeah. learning, but, like, early mm. on, I had quite a few friends tell me, like, why are you doing this to yourself? You're totally in mm. charge of what you do, what you don't do, how much you work, how much you don't work. Um, you There's no rule saying, like, especially, I'd be getting ready for a photo shoot, and then I'd have all these ideas, and I'd be like, well, we only do a photo shoot once a year. I need to, and then a the couple of days before a photo shoot, I would make, like, 30 more things. <laughs> And then, mm. you know, half of them <laughs> would be crap because they didn't, like, mm. finish them or fit them. And then yeah. I would end up not shooting them again for another. So, it's just, like, and then I'd be dead on the day of the shoot. Yeah. And I'd be dead for a week after that. So, I'm, like, not worth it. no one's setting the goal except me of mm. a ridiculous amount of stuff where, hey, if I don't even get anything done today, it's not going to kill me. I'm still, you know, still have styles going on, still have orders, still have things that I have stocked up. So... It's like, I feel like a lot of us are just put too much pressure on ourselves like that. Yeah, especially with
0: the internet, making sure you put out and new content, new content. It's like, don't fuck yeah, that I've shit.
1: Not know, I, I kind of want to be more active lately too, but also like I've needed time for me.
0: Yeah, this is a perfect it, time and for And so routine. I haven't
1: been posting yeah. as much and I'm like, I shouldn't feel guilty about that. I don't, I don't No, I've learned,
0: much. yeah, no, I hate I that whole like, do, Oh, like, I'm
1: taking breaks from Facebook for six months. I'm like, do it. You. you and they're like, can do it. what about fear of missing out? And I'm like, they Who gives not a shit? To what?
0: That. You're not gonna miss anything. Like, sometimes... Ignorance is bliss, man. What? Yeah. You can live without and it. You actually I can. can. Even,
1: like watch the news. I don't. Oh, I've go stopped on watching the, the
0: news. Hundred percent. I've stopped. <laughs> I don't need it. I just
1: sometimes I can't take it. Like I can't mm-hmm. have the stress of like what's going on politically or the bad it's stuff. It's the same on the shit news. every day,
0: or, like, and that's all they do. It's... They they want you to feel shitty and put you in a funk it's just it's not it's completely not necessary like uh, in anything in life you're not if, if people just need to self-reflect more and be like is this serving me is this do i feel happier and energized by watching this or being around this or reading this if you don't cut it out like um i yeah. think that a lot of this stuff you just get so wrapped up in the daily life thing people forget to go wait do i even like this anymore like
1: yeah i don't think have super FOMO at all anymore i'm just like Oh well, I, if I miss shit. some celebrities death, then I miss some celebrities death. I didn't know them and that might be important to some people, might be into it, right. but like the you can't even go on social media without seeing these daily things that happen. This happens, you know, like the news. Uh, yep, or it's this, so
0: true. Yeah.
1: Like it's gonna I mean, always be okay. there.
0: You'll be fine without it.
1: And honestly, at the end of the day, does it affect me? Can I do anything about <laughs> it?
0: Exactly. If there's, yeah. if
1: there's, you know, a riot somewhere, or protests, or a building blows up, like, <laughs> that matters. But in that moment of my own, like, mm-hmm. sanity yeah. and anyone else's, if you don't know about it, you're gonna be fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, yeah. you can't help
1: the world or anybody else or even, you know, your family be there yeah. for them unless you are okay and if you're not okay mm-hmm. because you're constantly consuming like this horrible stuff that's going on all the time it's i don't know sometimes i just have to unplug because i can't i 100%. like can't i'm like okay i can live and have the knowledge of all this stuff and be super miserable or i can just take a break and it's all gonna be there when you get back like
0: it's easy to fall into that too because it, it becomes a habit and i think anything in life is just becomes a habit so you kind of have to just cut it off and create a new habit replace it with something else that it could even be simple especially during this pandemic like doing a puzzle um yes drawing because you've never drawn or doing like childhood stuff like coloring books i don't know anything but that crap that's just mindless every day it's always going to be there um you don't have to you don't have to you are in control of yourself
1: (laughs) yeah and i think like you mentioned too like is this serving me so like the accounts mm. that you follow oh 100 um, or even people yes. like i have it's a lot of cleanups. people like okay i've met this person i don't really like them but i worked with them and i want them to stay in my circle well like on facebook you Why? can put like okay this person's not a close friend and you don't know like see their crap but you're still connected to them or whatever but at the end of the day like
0: is
1: yeah. it gonna matter if,
0: they, yeah no. if
1: my feed is just full of stuff that makes me stressed out yeah is that worth it to me to stay in contact with that person? Like, I can always call them up, email them, or find them again if I need to. So, I mean...
0: The likelihood of that hap- of happening is like... Editing. not... Yeah. Especially if I get, like, yeah, a weird like, vibe always, like, from someone and you know they just love being a troll or they're just... I'm just like... I. All you gotta do is remove them. Goodbye. Yeah. Get rid Maybe of it. Just, like, cut it out.
1: Like, I, I like following, mm-hmm. like, art and fashion and, like, architecture and, like, things like that. But then sometimes people get really... I don't know like on a certain topic or they just start
0: yeah sold out getting really Some political product. or
1: something yeah. that rubs me the wrong way and there's like nothing yeah. wrong with you using your platform for whatever you want to use it for but it's exactly that i want to be involved in anymore like if i want to mm-hmm. see art and i'm just constantly seeing you complain about xyz or exactly. something else that just stresses me out that may be valid even um i i just don't i can't do it
0: like 100% agreed uh yeah uh you don't i should be able to to go on instagram
1: like see things that make me happy like kittens yeah inspire (laughs) you yeah
0: yeah or whatever you use that app for uh whether it's inspiration or cute stuff
1: recipes like whatever and it's fine if you're into like politics and it doesn't stress you out sure go for it like yeah i like am into politics but it does stress me out so i have to take breaks you know yeah like everything's different but you just have to decide like hey am i going through my feed and like this is really just kissing me off, stressing me out. Making you become me a zombie you and you just, just fucking stress. scroll. Yeah.
0: Like, what's the point? Like, why? Why are you doing that? It should not be taking away from your life. It should be like enriching mm-hmm. your life. Yes. Like,
1: I see artists and met people that I never would have met or come across mm-hmm. their art and, like, mm-hmm. things I just see that I'm just like, whoa, that enriched my day. I can't, you know, and I share a lot of that stuff. <clears throat> Usually my story is stuff that, like, inspires me that I mm-hmm. see from other people, but... Yeah. Um, you just, just... You're just... You're, you're almost like feeding it, you know, directly into your brain, this stuff. Yes. So
0: if you're not. Protect your fucking brain. You really, really need to. I don't think, I think people just get, um, go so stuck in these, uh, loops of habits and uh, a certain time of the day, you look at your phone or whatever it is. And we're all, you know, we all do it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's important to just pay attention, like, realize yeah. that you're in control and uh i don't know yeah I take control of your fucking life
1: <laughs> people are really um they're complete get complacent really easy. yeah
0: mm. so
1: we like to have the same thing and we just keep true doing those habits and things so it's like mm-hmm. if you follow these people but you know their content change you don't like it anymore or it's stressing you, you feel out- like a connection
0: because you put an investment of following them for so long and it's not that uh maybe you're worried about them noticing you're even leaving but just the fact you're like oh i've been following them for i think it's also it could be a fomo thing where it's like what am i gonna miss i mean maybe i don't like this stuff right now and i haven't liked it for half a year but what if they go back to the stuff that i like it's like life's too short just i don't think get, you can ask what if like in any
1: situation yeah. because it's not yeah no so don't don't ask it but like yeah. if if you then are complacent or like when I'm bored, I go on my phone and, and I'm not inspired. I'm not happy. Yeah, I'm not excited. I'm just kind of like pissed off and it just, you know, makes me numb. Then yeah. you kind of have to like alert. You don't always like things happen slowly over time. And you don't realize like, Oh, my yeah. feet just got really bad. Like, or whatever. So I don't even mm-hmm. care anymore. I just like, I see things come up in my feet and I'm like, no, I'm done. Like, <laughs> yep. I don't, I don't feel bad Same. about it I don't think anybody no, should shouldn't, and like shouldn't. I guess that kind of goes back to like artists and small businesses and stuff too like mm-hmm. with people are like oh I can't afford this whatever. like even if you if you really can't like supporting artists and stuff on social media is like huge anytime you comment or you like or mm-hmm. you share like you just support that person yeah. first of all it means a lot to them personally Helps yeah. them go like keep going And second of all, like, it just helps them reach other people that might be able to buy Mm -hmm. their stuff or whatever. And that's a really, like, kind of focused on a selling type thing, which it's not all about selling, but, like, that's what you have to do when you're an artist. You can't, like, live on, you know, magic. Yeah. You have to, like, pay real money for food and things. So um, people don't realize, like, how much – how far that goes. If you like even just comment on people's posts or just making that
0: effort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And I mean, if you, you know, really want to support people, do that, do that for even just other small businesses, maybe local ones or, or just other people that you want to support and you're like, I can't afford it. Well, you can definitely do that. Mm
0: Hmm. Well, it's been two hours. (laughs) A wonderful chat. Uh, where can people find you on the uh, interwebs?
1: Uh, My website is michelleuberes.com Instagram is the same Facebook is the same I think we no longer have Twitter so and actually we are running a sample sale this weekend Saturday um, at noon so we're gonna open it up we kind of used to do it on Instagram where we just post a ton of pictures and people get really annoyed Mm -hmm. so we're just gonna do it on our website and I'll post a couple pictures Um, but People usually like it a lot because we sell everything at a discount. There's damages, mm-hmm. samples, one of the kind of stuff we never release um, mm-hmm. that I just like, oh, I made it and I don't, either it was too hard for me to make or for whatever reason I didn't like it or I just didn't want to make, sometimes I just like really want to make something and then I never want to make it again. Yeah. Um, like that, Another but it's point. it's like everything's at a discount. We kind of just do it all at once. And
0: yeah, that's epic. We don't it's do it too time to...
1: often, oh, so
0: special time great timing
1: yeah. well
0: uh thank you so much for coming on and talking about your your life and job experiences and your fascinating past uh thanks michelle
1: yeah thank you so much for having me
0: no problem we'll have to do it again sometime <laughs> yep well goodbye world
1: right. bye guys bye
0: Hey there. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast and making it this far into it. You can support my podcast and what I do many a ways. Head to my website, which is lindsayplatoshanart.com forward slash shop. There's all sorts of goodies you can buy there on my website, like the skeptic pin, the adult human female pin, the adult human male pin. There's all sorts of uh, embroidery goodies and crafty goodies that I make myself that you can support by purchasing these items. Or head to mysubscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens and become a Rational Revolutioneer where you can support my podcast with a monthly subscription or head to paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens where you can leave a one-time donation or multiple, however you wanna do it. A free way to help out this podcast is to share this podcast on social media with your friends or leave a Apple Podcast review, which just head to Apple Podcasts, scroll down, leave a five-star review, and write up a little comment. Thank you so much for supporting my podcast in whatever way you're able to support it. Until next time, party people.